This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group Traffic. See what's up this morning. Kathy, what's going on? Hmm. Do you have control over your volume? Kathy is broadcasting from home today. Uh, it is all the way up. Okay. It's a little better. Okay, everybody, we'll just whisper. Oh, seriously, okay. it's that low? Uh, yeah, it's... Wait, hold on, let me see. Does this do anything? Can you guys... Are you talking into the right end of the microphone, Kathy? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I can... doing anything? Nope. Did you have her on earlier, Casey? No, we didn't. This oh, is, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I can barely hear her. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's make it like secret story time. <laughs> okay. okay. There's All also right. a lot of um, white noise behind oh, yeah. her as well. Let me Wait. turn down this traffic music. Yeah, I hear a lot of hiss. Wait, is, is that taking the hiss away? Listen, nothing. It is. sounds no. like you're like by the ocean, get, or like like, like a waterfall. But you're was by the ocean. you're very very quiet. I've got you turned all the way up oh, on the board here. Are we using new equipment today? So they took the old equipment and they fixed it. Oh, good. Because <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it worked so poorly back. Then. Well, the, yes. the hisser wasn't turned on. <laughs> <laughs> call on the phone we're not going to be able to do this yeah i um it's it's way too low i don't even know if our audience can hear you right uh, now or not. please let us know if you can hear this and, and perhaps pressing the phone is the way to go and that'll make kathy eligible for our uh stupid question uh marissa is pointing to her uh ear and giving a thumbs up so uh she, she can hear out them. of that ear she cleaned them this okay, morning okay. so uh she's good to go all right is, is kathy on the phone line hold on kathy you there Yes, I'm okay. here. Okay, yeah. let's do it this way. All right. Wow. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, are we doing traffic? Hey, Kathy, yeah. what's up in traffic? Perfect. This traffic report brought to you by Giant. The Giant Make a Difference Holiday Food Drive is on. Stop by a Giant location for Black Friday through December 3rd. Donate non-perishable food and help make sure everyone has a full plate this season. Uh, we do have a few closures out there uh, because of down trees and down wires from yesterday. So Bristol Road closed between Buck Road and Churchville Lane. That's in Lower Southampton. Uh, we also have closures uh, and, and some damage, extensive damage in Montgomeryville uh, because of the winds from yesterday. Markley Street at Surge Street, we have an accident 95 southbound starting to flow Cotman to Bridge and then on the school westbound we have that construction in the left lane between University and the Vine. There was uh, eastbound construction near the Vine. That is now cleared. This traffic report brought to you by Wendy's. Wendy's has breakfast covered with their two for $4 breakfast. Two Sammy's $4 offer valid for a limited time during breakfast hours only. See participating Wendy's for details. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Alright, today is Thursday, December 1st. Good morning, Kathy. Sorry, we have to move on. No. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. In the news this morning, a severe line of storms moved through the Philadelphia region on Monday evening, triggering tornado warnings in Delaware, Pennsylvania, and South Jersey. The fast-moving storm moved northeastward through the heart of the Delaware Valley, producing damaging winds, uh, wind gusts near 60 miles per hour. An extensive amount of damage has been reported in Montgomeryville, where a tornado may have touched down. Debris scattered the area off of 202 uh, near the Costco in Montgomeryville. The damaging winds were so strong they moved parked cars. Uh, Siding wow. ripped off of buildings. I know, right? 
Siding was ripped off of buildings. Five businesses were damaged and 16 homes, including one that had its roof completely ripped off. Uh, there were also gas leaks in the area. Yeah, the we American had, um, sorry to interrupt, Kathy. Yeah, we had, uh, we had roof damage in my neighborhood. We had trees snapped in half. We had debris all over the place. So I was, you know, I'm not too far from Montgomeryville. Yeah, you guys got wonked. You're, t- you're saying this last night. And we got, we uh, got, uh, you know, a, a definitely a formidable storm, but we didn't get this in, in, uh, in the Mount Area area. Yeah, it was nasty. So the American Red Cross is assisting the displaced residents. There have been no confirmed tornadoes at this time, but the National Weather Service says it's monitoring damage and will be in contact with officials in Montgomery County about a possible tornado. Uh, no injuries were reported. A standoff with police in northeast Philadelphia ended with two people critically wounded and officers coming under fire. The incident began at 8.40 in the evening when officers were escorting a woman to retrieve some personal property inside a home uh, near Kyle and Oak Hill Roads, police said. According to investigators, officers were met by a 53-year-old man armed with a shotgun. Investigators said SWAT officers were called, and when they tried to go inside the house, another woman in the home fired at the officers. Both the man and the woman are in the hospital in critical condition. There were no officers that were injured in the incident. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy announced tighter restrictions on gatherings Monday amid an ongoing surge of coronavirus cases across the country. The Democratic governor also announced the state would be halting indoor youth and adult sporting events. The number of people allowed to gather outdoors will be further limited to a maximum of 25 people effective Monday, December 7th. That's down from the maximum of 150 people and a return to limits that were back in place in May and June. Outdoor dining is unaffected by the new outdoor gathering restrictions, Murphy clarified on Monday. Other exceptions to the limit include political and religious activities that are constitutionally protected, as well as weddings and funeral services. The ban on youth and adult indoor sports will take effect at 6 a.m. Saturday and remain in effect until January 2nd. We are seeing outbreaks related to indoor sports, and this is uh, a prudent short-term step to slow the spread, Murphy said. Collegiate and professional teams are exempt from the ban, and outdoor sports will also be able to resume. Indoor event gatherings remain limited to just 10 people under restrictions imposed earlier this month. The state of New Jersey reported 3,199 new coronavirus cases and 15 new deaths on Monday. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Eagles lost against falling to the Seattle Seahawks last night in South Philly. DK Metcalf caught 10 passes for 177 yards. Russell Wilson threw for 230 yards and a touchdown, and the Seahawks won 23 to 17. Carson Wentz went 25 of 45 for 215 yards. Two touchdowns and one interception. With their third straight loss, the Eagles are now 3-7-1 and fell a half a game behind the Giants and Washington in the NFC East. Up next is the game in Green Bay against the Packers on Sunday afternoon. The San Francisco 49ers will play two home games in Arizona after new coronavirus regulations put in place by officials in Northern California forced the team to find a temporary new home. The news came as COVID continues to affect the NFL. The Denver Broncos were forced to play a backup wide receiver at quarterback on Sunday, while the New Orleans Saints were fined heavily for failing to follow mass protocols. 
There were 70 positive tests among NFL players and staff at the end of last week compared to seven in the first week of the season at the start of September. And the outbreak in Baltimore led the Ravens-Steelers game being postponed again, this time to tomorrow. The game is scheduled to kick off at 3.40 and becomes the first game of the NFL season to get postponed three times. The game is kicking off at 3.40 because NBC, which is broadcasting the game, wanted to honor its commitment to broadcast the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting ceremony tomorrow night. <laughs> and that's what I have for you this morning. Hi, thank you, sort of, Kathy. Yes. I appreciate that. So the microphone's too low and your phone line sucks. And uh, so... Yeah, it's a terrible... Phone connection, terrible too, phone connection too, Kathy. Um, we so might be awesome. able to. I mean, if we Facetime with her, we could just plug in uh, okay. here. It might be able to get a better. Um, Maybe. Hey, we'll try anything. That way. Yeah. Hell, I'll piss on a spark plug if I think <laughs> that'll work. Um, to quote War Games. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So we'll we'll figure this out. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll this have is the way. This is the way things are these days. Yes, we're yes. having to remain fluid. Uh, yes. Kathy yeah. is expected to give birth any minute now, mm. so that's why she's at home. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We need to be. We she needs to be close yes, to home. Yes, exactly. There's a doula on standby. Yes, doula. we'll get things ready to go. <laughs> uh, all right. So remaining fluid. That's what we're doing. Yes. Uh, in fact, if we have any fluid right now, pour me a shot, and I'll uh, I'll take it, and we'll be we'll be moving forward. We have one thing to mention today, and that's the fact that the Bruno Brothers is stopping. Oh, okay. yes. All Bruno right. Bruno Brothers events and catering. That's a good thing. Things so, just got better. Yeah. Are they going to have some stuff for us to give away this morning? Of course. I yeah. love that. So we'll have your chance to win some goodies, so make sure that you stay tuned for that very opportunity. We also have a Tattoos Day. Uh, so if you want to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo... You can text word tattoo to 39333. We have a $350 gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing. And people are asking why Kathy is at home again. It's because of a um, uh, bubonic plague that has broken out. Right, right. Yeah. No, no uh, uh, scheduling issues in uh, her son and, and this and that. So she's got to be at home. So that's why we have this set up. So just to answer your question. So let's take a break. Why don't we? I think we deserve one. And uh, we'll come back in a moment. We'll try to get this whole thing worked out. And uh, the stupid question, the entertainment news, that is on the way. So stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, that's a little bit better. We have the volume yeah. up, so that can work if we needed to. So. Do you have her? Um, I apologize for interrupting here, Preston. Do you have her for an access thing pulled up as well? I don't know what that means. Uh, pot five. Turn that down because we're getting a hiss Pot sound. Pot five. Turn that down. Pot five is down. Boom. Pot five is down. Yay. Yeah, we were, we were getting a hiss sound from that. Pot five uh, down, sir. Pot five down. All right. And go for Kathy. Go, Kathy. <laughs> Do you concur? <laughs> I concur. No, I don't concur. I'm hanging up and calling Rodney. All right, so okay, go. Turn right. her down on the right. board right there. We're going to miss you for the entertainment break. Okay, yeah, she will not be here. All and, right. Uh, what an entertainment break it will be. <laughs> so here's your stupid question. What's your favorite color? Because I didn't have time to get ready and stupid question for you. 
215-263-WMMR. What's your favorite color? If you can answer that correctly, we'll give you a $50 Stephen Star gift card. How about that? And we will know, by the way, so don't try to fake it. Yeah, yeah please. Come on, man. We think we are. All right, today's birthday is Tuesday, December 1st. We didn't flip the calendar over. Ah, oh, son of a oh, Tuesday, December 1st. I'll go through some birthdays. Do you and, have the calendar? Uh, we do. We'll, okay. we'll get it here in a minute. Uh, it's Bette Midler's birthday today, and she celebrates a milestone birthday at 75 years old today. I was watching a documentary of old people about Barry Manilow. Yeah. And she, he was her music coordinator or, or whatever. In you, New York. Yeah, in New York. And yeah. uh, going way back to when she would play like bathhouses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can. there's old video footage of him just sitting behind the piano yep, and, yep. and being the guy that was, uh, you know, running running the music side of things while she was the star. Forever. And then, of course, he turned out to be a, just a powerhouse in the yeah, world of yeah. uh, music writing and performing. But, uh, yeah, uh, great voice. She's a great actress. I was watching... Um, just a couple weeks ago, uh, down and out in Beverly Hills. Hadn't it's a seen funny that movie. movie in ages. Nick Nolte. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he is uh, 75 today. Uh, what? You said he. When you're talking about Bette Midler. No, he said Nick Nolte, oh. who is also in uh, the movie. Or did I say his birthday? You, you said, said he, he is 75. 75. He is 75. Yeah. She is 75. They're all 75 in a larger exactly. sense. On, uh, you know, somewhere in this world, someone's 75. Charlene Tilton. Or is it Charlene Tilton? <laughs> Uh, who was uh, Lucy Ewing on Dallas. Preston, she just turned in a stellar performance on a segment of The Love Boat where she was Donnie Most's love interest. Uh, oh, really? And when I tell you Donnie I was Most. bawling like a baby, incredible, <laughs> incredible actress. Steve, let me ask you a question about yes. The Love Boat because um, I've been watching older shows too right. you know, during pandemic especially. Is there a part of your brain, and I ask this because it happens to me, where you think... I'm watching this in real time. Like, it's new to me again. Uh, yes, because I, I remember some things. Right. Uh, like, for example, uh, on Sunday night, I watched back-to-back three episodes of Baywatch. <laughs> and it was awesome. And there's a part of you, like, I can't wait to get to work tomorrow to talk to my friends about Baywatch. <laughs> you <laughs> Did know? you see? Right. That, it, it aired 28 years ago. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, so she turns 62 years old today. Uh, Nick, scoot back on those those birthdays. I'm sorry, that's my. I pulled up a, a video here for because I saw a birthday that I missed. Who we asked? Uh, it was uh, Janelle Monet. Oh, oh yes, oh. yeah, she's 35 and uh, she's um, you know stunningly beautiful. She is great actress too. She was in um, Hidden Figures, which I thought she was great in. She's been in a, a few other things as well. She's in a, a horror movie that I have not seen. It's a, I believe it's a horror movie called Antebellum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Our buddy Ross sent me a song from her not that long ago called Mushrooms and Roses. It's really... I never really have dug her music. Yeah. It's really trippy, awesome kind of rock. She vibe. does that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I was very, very impressed. We're still waiting for Ross' song, you know. 35 today. Yeah, the Preston and Steve uh, song <laughs> that he put together, which was awesome. Uh, the great golfer Lee Trevino celebrates his 81st birthday today. So happy Gilmore, right? Wasn't he, uh, as Lee Trevino? <laughs> yeah, I believe you're right. He is. I've not seen that movie Known in a as while. A raconteur, he's a, right? A, uh, yeah, a storyteller. Totally. Yeah. 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 And he has a, he has a, he's one of these guys that had a really ugly golf swing, yeah. but was one of the greatest of all time. Uh, he's 81. Uh, Candace Bushnell, who is the author of Sex in the City. That's right. Is 62 today. I assume she made a uh, a ton of money off that. You got to believe she's rolling in it. Uh, Brad Delson, guitarist for Linkin Park, is 43 years old today. That's a party head. So happy birthday to 
Brad Belson, Lincoln Park, tremendously successful. Uh, in the vein of music, it's also John Densmore, drummer of The Doors, his birthday today. I was trying to think of a good Doors drum song. Uh, uh, this is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I told you I had a little uh, Doors run a couple of weeks ago. I was listening over the weekend. You kind of move in, and then, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm good now, and you come back. Yeah, if you spend too much time with the Doors, think, <laughs> you'll end up at bleak. a... Yeah, yeah, you'll be at a seahorse party, Preston. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You'll be the captain of it. Seahorses, whatever. <laughs> uh, John Densmore is 76 today. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Wow, big birthday for her today. She turns 50 years 50. old. 50? Yeah. Still looks young. Uh, she does, yeah. She's... Uh, she's <laughs> Cool. I'm Very sure I, I've told this before, but I saw her pretty early on in her comedy career. It was like 95, 96 in L.A., and it was vulgar. And uh, there was a mother and daughter sitting in the front row, and they got up and walked out. <laughs> she, I mean, it was just one yeah. F-bomb and story about her genitalia after another. And so they left, and uh, she... I'll paraphrase, but as the mother and daughter were walking out, the Sarah Silverman sort of heckled back at them. She's like, so you don't like like stories about my pee, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I, I think she's got... A great, I like her voice, and the, yeah, that's what's that's what it's sort of the bait and switch. You don't realize you're going to hear the stuff coming out of that voice. Yeah, and uh, in Ralph, uh, Ralph, Ralph, yeah, Ralph, what's yeah. The, the character um, Penelope? Pen- Penelope, yeah, uh, Penelope. an adorable voice. Yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah. great in that. So Sarah Silverman, fifty today. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Oh wow! Alone again, then naturally. In a little while from now, if you're not feeling it, I don't know. Uh, he's seventy-four today. Uh, then you have Zoe Kravitz, daughter of Lenny and Lisa Bonet. She's going to be in, uh, she's playing, is she playing Catwoman? Yeah, mm. I believe she is in the Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, she celebrates her 32nd birthday today. So, happy birthday, everybody. Celebrating birthdays today. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. Uh, I'm going to go to Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. Jeannie, what's your favorite color? Blue. Oh my God, she got it! She got it! Yeah! Wow! Kind of an obvious. That was a gimme. Nice shot. All right, Jeannie, hang on. We're gonna get your information. We're gonna give you a fifty dollars Stephen Star gift card now through December thirtieth. Purchase five hundred dollars in gift cards and receive a fifty dollars gift card. Then, for every additional two hundred and fifty dollars purchased, receive an additional fifty dollars gift cards. Are redeemable at twenty-seven locations, including fourteen in Philadelphia. You can get them online at star-restaurants.com. Don't forget, star is uh, with two R's there. All right, so I was just handed a note. Ooh, La La Land was the winner. No, 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 no. That Kathy's signal should be better now. I don't know. Let me try. Kath, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, Yeah. Much better. What did you have to do? Uh, I don't know. Rodney talked me through a lot of different settings, and uh, we figured it out. We got my mic louder, and now you guys can hear me. Well, so it's if you want to go, bit of hiss, but it's okay. I, wait, I might be able to turn that down. If you want, we can go back and do uh, news. <laughs> I no, I really no. It wasn't that good. Yeah, right. uh, it was windy last night. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Let me get into some of the entertainment stories. Uh, Laverne Cox rose to fame in Orange Is the New Black and has become an advocate for the trans community in the process, and she was the first trans person to be nominated for an Emmy. Over the weekend, Cox reveals that she and a friend who were walking in Griffith Park were attacked. Uh, She captioned a video on Instagram uh, saying, we were just attacked in Griffith Park. We're fine. Be careful out there. Uh, In the video, she admitted that she was in shock. She said that uh, she was wearing a mask and hoodie during the walk. 
a man approached him and asked her friend, girl or guy, and then started hitting him. Um, she said, I don't know why it matters at the end of the day. It's like, who cares? Uh, I'm in a hoodie, yoga pants, I'm completely covered up. I've got a mask on. Who cares if I'm trans? How could you even tell? How does this affect your life? I don't know. Uh, Cox recently partnered with City, by the way, in its True Name Initiative, a first among major banks offering transgender and non-binary customers an ability uh, to use their chosen names instead of their legal name or dead name. Uh, so uh, Laverne got a lot of support from celebs, including Sharon Stone, Kerry Washington, uh, Jessica Alba, just to name a few. So it was just this random, out of nowhere. Hey, in a world where thing. Rick Moranis gets punched. Yeah. Hey, hey, she has she has an identical twin brother who portrayed her pre-transitioning Sophia on the show. Really? Yeah. Played the same character, but is yeah. it, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, Felicity Huffman is set to return to work after completing her sentence for her role in the college admissions scandal. You knew this is going to happen. She she actually become a hot commodity after stuff like this. The 57-year-old is slated to star in a single-camera comedy with a pilot production commitment from ABC. Uh, The show is inspired by Susan Savage, the owner of the AAA world champion River Cats. Uh, Huffman's character is described as the unlikely owner of a minor league baseball team who has to navigate her new normal following the tragic death of her husband. Uh, Zach Gotsigan, or Gotsigan, I'm not sure how you say oh, yeah. his name. He's from the Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, he's got Down Syndrome. Uh, plays her son yeah. on this show. Yeah. He's really great in that movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a small indie movie with um, Shia LaBeouf, and he's he's fantastic, Zach and Shia, but both of them are. Uh, Huffman completed her 13-day prison stint and finished her supervised release on October 25th, by the way. So Do it! Heading back to work, yep. <laughs> and she's being supported Shia, by Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, of course. Yeah. As the pandemic resurges across the globe, even the royal family is seeing the celebrations curtailed. New reports claim that the 94-year-old Queen Elizabeth II and her 99-year-old husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, may have to celebrate solo for health reasons. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Uh, while Prince William and Kate Middleton Ooh, and their three children were among those hoping to celebrate with the Queen. Officials have raised concerns over whether their children might pose an undue risk of COVID exposure. You know, he just wants to uh, binge the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Doctors will reportedly make the final call, and the Queen will follow their directives, sources tell reporters. And they're at risk now because they're both over 200 years old. Uh, they're getting, yeah, they're getting close to that. <laughs> Uh, the family is according to, uh, let's see here, says the family will sort it out between them. It, the family. It will be about what's practical, the source said. Uh, current advice in the U.K. includes the ability for three households to form a bubble over Christmas, but that must mean members of the bubble have not been exposed to others. Can bubbles go caroling? Um, that Probably not. Christmas yeah. bubbling. <laughs> Christmas bubbling. I, you know, I, I worry about our uh, family and our right. our respective bubbles because we've got, you know... Uh, Co-bubbles? Well, no. We, we all have differing opinions and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. philosophies on, on what's going on right now. And uh, and Christmas is always like a big family right. get-together and holiday, and, and it's going to be different. And can you, can you, with all the, the news that's coming as far as vaccines and stuff like that, do you know of anybody who's going to delay Christmas... Christmas in July, or well, I, I don't know about That's Christmas, but my mom uh, told us over the weekend that we will be having a big family Thanksgiving 
uh, in either February or March. So, okay. yeah, I'm, uh, it's really cool. It was her decision. You know, we couldn't get together everybody this year for Thanksgiving, so we're going to do a, a family Thanksgiving uh, dinner at it's some point later in the year. inconceivable. No, no. and, and yeah. it'll be fun then, and it'll be, man, will it be a cause for celebration. Yeah, But we, we usually have a get-together after Christmas. Well, I, we have a big get-together on Christmas with all the grandkids and everybody. Right. Could you invite the queen? Because she's going to be lonely. <laughs> no, we can't. Um, she's dude, British. She's British. Yeah, yeah. 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 bad teeth. Well, listen, if you got to miss a year... You miss a year, you know. It's okay. It's all right. You can you can you can make it up later on, like uh, like Nick's family's doing or whatever. If you wanna if you want to err on the side of caution, it's not gonna kill your family. Everything should be okay. Uh, meanwhile, now this could kill everybody. Fans are wondering if Kate is wearing a Gucci blouse backwards. Oh no! Oh! Embarrassing. In two separate appearances, unless it's intentional. Kate has worn the purple blouse with the buttons in. Front. Did she join the band Crisscross? <laughs> but in ads oh and God. on models, the buttons are always in the back. With the Looney Tunes, right? Is the that Looney what they did? Yeah. <laughs> they, he wore their stuff backwards. That was their thing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody crisscross. Uh But as fans point out, though, she looks pretty great either way with it on forwards or backwards. Hey, I know people that'll do that to kind of like just change up the shirt or if it's like a like little bit. Like wear their pants backwards? No, but if like the shirt's a little too low cut for them, then they'll turn it around, and now the you know the V goes on the back, which is a little less revealing, and it's a little higher up front. So, so that's, that's obviously more more akin to female attire than uh, you know, right? I mean, if, you you could get away with a like a plunging back line. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. Uh, so who know? I don't know if she's done it on purpose or not, Kath, but maybe. Kelly Clarkson has won primary physical custody of her children with her ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock. Uh, Clarkson and Blackstock will share joint physical and legal custody of their children, daughter River, who is six, and son Remington, who is four, with Clarkson holding primary physical custody of them in Los Angeles. It's a lot to dole out, and this, this divorce has gotten... Oh, yeah. Acrimonious so, so now. The, the document states that, quote, the level of conflict between the parents has increased and that the parties have a difficult time co-parenting due to issues of trust between them. Uh, though Clarkson will have physical custody, Blackstock will FaceTime with the children every day. Uh, the document also lays out details about weekends, holidays, and school breaks. And Blackstone's being kind of a dick because he's he wants custody of Kelly Clarkson's ghillie suit, which <laughs> That's her, hers. her Dying grandfather gave yeah. to her, what? yeah, on his that. deathbed. Get your own ghillie suit, <sighs> you know? Uh, the document also <laughs> states that neither parent is allowed to speak in a derogatory manner about the other parent to the children, Yeah, and that both will be listed as emergency contacts for the children on all school forms. Mm-hmm. Mommy, yeah. what's a pud muncher? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's not a bad word. On June 4th, Clarkson filed for uh, filed court papers in Los Angeles to end her marriage to Blackstock under her married name, Kelly Blackstock. Uh, they married in 2013. Blackstock also has two children from a previous marriage. I think that Blackstock or his brother or somebody in the family was actually managing Kelly Clarkson for a while. And that's oh, really? where complicated issues. Yes. Okay. Uh, during the season two premiere of her show in September, the singer took some time to briefly address her divorce suggesting that the split came as a surprise. And they did that sort of a photo montage to sort of back up what she was saying, and they had these long, loving pictures of her ghillie suit. (laughs) And he's trying to get that. He's trying to get that. I think she wants him. Yeah, in the the court of public opinion, she wants us to side with her on being able to look like a lawn. Right. Uh, Hamilton is hoping to become the first show to reopen on Broadway after the COVID-19 lockdown. 
Uh, Governor Cuomo is expected to reopen Broadway in a limited capacity in June, but Hamilton would likely be the first to restart the shows with the goal opening night of July 4th. Why don't you do NASA night at Hamilton and everyone can wear a spacesuit? That'd be safe, wouldn't it? Right. Uh, in their heads, it's all about being leaders in their theater, in the theater community and blazing a trail for their fellow thespians, said an insider. Uh, but the PR wouldn't hurt either. Uh, what, thespians? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's women who like women, right? No, it's not. Hot it's, no, it's not. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it'd, it'd be on the front pages the place full of, thespians. of the paper. So. Um, yeah. Needless to say, we think of the stars, but you think of the backstage people, the people who are just being decimated yeah. by all of this. It's horrible. Uh, I don't. I, I now don't need to see it though live. I've seen it. I've seen the. Did you watch the uh, yeah, Disney Plus? It was excellent. Yeah, it yeah. was, and that yeah. was good enough for me. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. it's it's really well done. It, it, even as resistant as I don't, am I going to be into this? You'll be into it. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, the music's great. The story's very very cool. So, uh, but uh, they're looking to get that open in July. Sometime. And then when they appear on Bandstand in the gym, mm. it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Duff. Has reunited with her family over Thanksgiving after being in quarantine uh, the for uh, exposure to COVID-19. She's pregnant, right? Yeah. She is, shared a picture from her holiday celebrations with husband Matthew Coma and uh, her 8-year-old son Luca and their 2-year-old daughter Banks. She let Tom Sizemore cut the turkey. The former child star <laughs> wrote, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, on Friday, November 27th, uh, one or two celebrations away from getting out of 2020. She said she is pregnant with her third child. Uncle Tom is here. And had to <laughs> quarantine due to the exposure. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is saying thanks but no thanks to having a street named in his honor earlier this Where? month. In Vancouver. Okay. A petition called on Vancouver's Mayor Kennedy Stewart to name a street in his honor. Uh, describing Reynolds as Vancouver's favorite son... The petition said that he, quote, deserves to have a street named after him or at least a lane and added that he is, quote, fully deserving of this recognition in his hometown. I think that'd be kind of cool. And it's usually it's they don't take like Broadway and turn it over. They it's like a side street. Yeah, that's usually the case. Uh, But I love his response. Of course, he's always got great responses. He tweeted very kind, but hard pass. If traffic sucks, everyone will say Ryan Reynolds is a mess. Ryan Reynolds is really backed up. My brothers would enjoy this too much. <laughs> so he doesn't want it because of... Have you ever been to Vancouver? Yeah. Beautiful city. It's stunning. Beautiful city. Absolutely. I, I would love to get back there someday. Uh, Carrie Underwood confirmed on Thursday she is about to get into the spirit of the season with her first ever holiday special. <laughs> the country star will be starring in the HBO Max special on December 3rd to celebrate the release of her upcoming holiday album, My Gift, which is set to be released on September 25th. Uh, during the special, the American Idol champ will perform with a live orchestra and backing choir belting out a variety of traditional holiday hymns along with more original uh, original songs off her LP. Why would this be set to be released on September 25th? Well, they don't want it to be lost in the bowl, the full onslaught of Christmas specials. They want to put it out a few months after. I think this has got to be... No, that's wrong. It's got to be wrong. Yeah. I am. Yeah. There's a lot more content popping up on HBO Max now. Uh, is, I don't know. Yeah, is yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of What's r- been coming more, up? more original stuff. A different new series. 
And uh, they're getting ready. Of course, Justice League is going to be, you know, in just a, a couple months. People were raving about that Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman show. They the, love it. The Undoing, is that what it's oh, called? Oh, I have that. Yes, I've, got I've that been coming watching up. that. Yeah, have you? It's, okay. a, it's, it's a murder it, mystery. I have it. Yeah. And it just it's really up good. Then. The Undoing? Yeah, is that Okay, yeah. And I haven't seen it yet, but I, I've heard great things. Well, here, I'll jump to okay. that. We'll wait after I wrap up this story. Okay. <laughs> In September, the singer made history by tying with Thomas Rhett for Entertainer of the Year at the 2020 Academy of Country Music Awards, uh, becoming the first and only female artist to win the prestigious award three times. Quick little observation. You remember when um, uh, Kelly Clarkson, I mean, uh, Carrie Underwood, they all blend together, yeah. you know, had a uh, some sort of um, injury or facial oh, right, thing? Right, right. And she, you know, you, you thought she was the phantom of the opera, was going to tear the mask yeah. off. We'd recoil, oh, fall right. on our knees. Right. She looks flawless. Yeah. yeah, as always. Yeah. I don't remember what that accident was. Well, I mean, you would have thought the top half of her head was cut off. <laughs> but uh, it's like, it's like a, I can't look. We're looking at a, yeah. on a huge screen, her face, it looks beautiful. That's a problem? I should be so lucky. Yeah. I'm going to put my head in a wood chipper. Uh, we, we don't know exactly what had happened. It was, apparently it was like an accident at home, like she got hit in the head with something. Or some people were positing maybe that she had had plastic surgery. Oh, and then oh, that was a covered cover up. up. Oh, yeah. Nice okay. call case. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Is that, that, so that's the, that's the way you play it these days. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to deflect it, right? I don't look like this. Normally it's for a role. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant have won a surprise battle against Game of Thrones in terms of ratings across the pond uh, because The Undoing has beaten the the numbers uh, in the U.K. Oh. So, uh, The Undoing is beating the uh, beating Game of Thrones in the, the United had, Kingdom. Had, yeah, had beat out their rating success. So huh. David E. Kelly uh, directs HBO's psycho dra- psych drama. I've heard uh, great things about it. The Undoing also had solid ratings in the U.S., but appears to be a bigger hit overseas. What's the? Is it a series, Kathy? Uh, yeah, so it's, it'll probably be a mini series. Like they release the episodes, um, you know, once a week, so you can't binge it. So uh, I think it's like episode five now, and uh, I'm up to date on it. And like this last episode, the very last scene, I was like, oh. No, like you know, they, it was one of those like reveal, right? So oh it, yeah, this was the, it was the finale, Kathy. This past weekend, yeah, it was so, the finale. Yeah. Okay, so I was reading a story in my entertainment news earlier that started to to tell you what the big reveal was. No spoiler oh. alert. I, it said spoilers ahead, but. Don't no, even don't. write that. I, 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 You're I a reporter. It up and threw it away. I, 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 if it's this good, I would like to watch it for myself. And it would ruin the whole thing for you. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 a, a, a tacit warning for anyone. Preston has the nose of a journalist. Yes. When you when he sees a story, he will go for it. Yeah. You can't just include that information. Yeah. Cool. He, so, you know, it, it's it's uh, Woodward and Bernstein rolled up into one. I may have to start watching that <laughs> thing. Uh, the wife and I are looking for a show to uh, to check it. Is that on HBO Max? HBO yeah. Max. Right. I gotta yeah. get Max now. So here's I mean, the deal. I already subscribed you, you, you to No, if you already have HBO on your cable system, you you can get HBO Max. Right. It, it, Where's it, you gonna get HBO Max though? You have to stream it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you can't stream it on your Roku. Because Roku and HBO are uh, there, there's a pissing match right now. Oh really? Yeah. So what do I have to get? <laughs> so Here's if you a had a smart TV. Like I, have a I do smart... have a smart TV. All right, at so home. You, you might be yes. able to get the app on your smart TV. Okay. Or do this, Preston. Do what I do. Uh, have like three or four Apple TVs, Roku's, <laughs> uh, Fire. It's uh, pathetic. Amazon Firebox. I'm, I'm tired of this. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. And then you never miss anything. Yeah. You no, never, no you, we can't. You, you never watch it. Yeah. 
no, it's ridiculous. But um, all right, fortunately, I do subscribe to HBO. Yeah, and, and that's part of the deal with with Xfinity. You get the um, you just log right in. Okay, um, log away. See, how about this? Chrissy Teigen is opening up about her struggles with breastfeeding in the past. Uh, and her desire to normalize all forms of feeding your baby, including formula. Uh, the author, the cookbook author, shared her thoughts on Twitter, uh, detailing the, quote, shame and guilt she felt when she struggled to produce enough milk uh, to feed Luna and Miles, whom she shares with John Legend, of course. This is one of these issues that I can't believe is still an issue. Like, I remember when Ben, uh, who's 14 now, uh, was fed by formula, and, and my ex-wife catching a little bit of flack for that, and it was because she couldn't breastfeed properly. So in order for Ben to, you know... Survive. <laughs> he needed to have formula. Well, I, th- I think people were ch- just w- just wanted to um, take the opportunity to make someone feel bad. Yeah. So yeah. and it's you, just like it, in, in, in the classic humanity. Come on, uh, man. Well, it's something you have no control over. I know. But we still need to criticize you for it. It's, it's usually. I was. I, I. I think I was. My. Either me and my brother were, were, were formula. My, yeah. my mother had issues. You're fine. And I'm it's, totally fine. I'm, I mean, I'm bald. Yeah. <laughs> it's women on women crime, yeah. too. Like, know. you know, usually it's not men that are that are jumping in on the <laughs> formula. Would you, uh, I wait, guess you weird, love your child. That you bring that up, though, because I, I, I assume I was breastfed, but I don't really know. You don't know? I mean, could yeah, your dad either. produce milk? Stop. <laughs> oh, no, he probably he yeah. can do a lot. I mean, if he can bang Janice Joplin, there's nothing he can. They had Janice Joplin pump for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so she said, "Okay, I'm going to say something, and you are all definitely going to make it a thing." But here goes: normalize formula. She tweeted, "Normalize breastfeeding is such a huge, wonderful thing." I guess that's kind of a yeah. That's a movement of sorts. But uh, well, there's. Said, I'm sorry. There's been a big movement on just. On on feminism in general, right? Like I know, but what I'm saying is yeah. the phrase "normalized yeah, breastfeeding" right. yeah. is is a uh, it's a movement of sorts. But yep. yeah. yes, yeah. Okay, oh yes, so. if uh, a friend of mine uh, she's taken onto that and she just posts pictures of herself topless breastfeeding. Her oh, kids. good for her. Listen, <laughs> I, I, if women breastfeed in public, I have no issue no. with that. If that's what part of this is, but but you should pay for it. But Chrissy Teigen is saying, <laughs> you know, don't do the shaming for people who use right. formula. Sure, of course, there's probably a reason for it, and there's no need. for for you to get in a big hissy fit about it, I think that's a fair. There, you, there, there are issues that surround that that could be something other than. I, yeah. I, what, I get, what is the perception? I'm sorry, I'm just too busy for that. Yeah, you know, a lot of times that there's a medical consideration. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I think. I, I don't plead know. Nunya. Nunya? Yeah, yeah, Nunya. Nunya. <laughs> Uh, she said, but I absolutely felt way more shame having to use formula because a lack of milk from depression and whatnot. Uh, she said, uh, people have surrogates, people have trouble breastfeeding, and all you hear as a new anxious mom is how breast is best. Normalized breastfeeding is great. Normalized formula is great, too. So, yeah, it's all. Uh, that's all. Normalized formula. Your baby is going to be beautiful, perfect, and okay, she says. I know what she's talking about. Since my prostate yeah. surgery, I have to use bottled semen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that you is get okay. it from a donor? Yeah, yeah. That is okay, You have to get it from a donor. Steve. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not, uh, yeah. you're not using uh, synthetic no, semen, No, I'm, I'm using real semen, milk from actual men. So, so, just, yeah. so that's, uh, yeah. yeah. So but normalized he, bottled semen. Normalized yeah. bottled semen. So right. you throw it on your wife? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, I Jesse. do, yeah. But <laughs> on her back. Yeah. Okay, so what? I mean, what else would you use it for, Nick? Oh, that's exactly. a really good question. You're right. I'm sorry I questioned <laughs> yeah. you. Synthetic is fine, too. I don't throw it. I use a turkey baster. Right. Synthetic is fine, too. Yeah. It's let's all, not, it's let's not uh, rush to judge. Right? Kathy, what, what kind of barbarian <laughs> scoops it with their hands and flings it around the room like a monkey? <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. I use and you're pretty baster. clean. So I am, absolutely. I figured. It always lands on the tarp. 
Uh, let's see here. UK Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden wants Netflix's hit royal drama The Crown to be labeled as fiction. Uh, he said, "I fear a generation of viewers who do not live through who uh, who did not live through these events may mistake fiction for fact." He said, adding that uh, while it was a beautiful, pro- beautifully produced work of fiction, it should be very clear at the beginning it is just that. Uh, he said that he plans to officially make the request to Netflix. Uh, speaking to the BBC, former Royal Press Secretary Dickie Arbiter uh, criticized the series for stretching dramatic license to the extreme, accused it of being a hatchet job on Prince Charles and a bit of a hatchet job on Diana. Is I wonder, it, I wonder if, they could, if, if they could present it with based on true events. Well, here's the you know, deal. Here's the deal. Uh, the beginning of the Blair Witch Project, it says, based on a true story. I th- well, you have to do yeah. your own vetting and realize that, they, as you said before, they take licenses with things. You have to watch a movie like this and say, wow, how did they know exactly what they said behind closed doors when no one else is around? They so don't. They, they're go- they yeah. don't. Yeah. So, so you, you know the stuff, as, as any critical observer should be able to discern... You don't know everything. And in a movie, they take poetic license. So for the most part, the story, the crown has been lauded for its accuracy in many cases. But there's certain things they can't know. Yeah, it's it's recent history. So people are, are more sensitive to it. Um, but there's a documentary on Netflix right now about Diana going through some of the similar things that she went through on on the crown. I, when I watch the documentary, I know that's a documentary. When yeah. I watch the crown, I know that it's a fictionalized portrayal of things right. that actually happened. Right. Uh, so they just, they want that acknowledged, I guess. So he's uh, presenting that. All right, and then one last thing. Uh, Netflix has recruited Isla Fisher, Tim uh, Minchin, Eric Bana, Guy Pierce, Keith Urban, uh, Wayne Knight, and Kathy Celeste Barber. Oh, uh, oh wow. For Back to the Outback, an animated comedy that will drop in uh, 2021. Celeste Barber is a... Um, a comedian. She's uh, from Australia, Casey and, and uh, Kathy, and I love uh, following her on social media, and she kind of... Uh, pokes fun at uh, models in these videos, and she she does parodies of them. Uh, so she's a part of this cast. Uh, director Claire Knight said, I have always been touched by stories of hidden beauty. Maddie is both unique, beauty, and beast, and to get the, to present that message in comedy is icing on the cake. Maddie. Maddie. Yes. <laughs> Back to the Outback is what that is called. Back to to the Outback. Yeah, that's correct. That should be the slogan for Outback Steakhouse. It should be. Back All right. to the Outback. Let's do the clips here. A cynical teen teams up with Santa to help stop the mysterious troublemaker from canceling Christmas in the Christmas Chronicles 2. Yes! Here, Kurt Russell discusses being pitched by director Chris Columbus to do a musical number in the film. Here we go. I said to Chris, I Part of the movie here, I think we need a little something. And he said, yeah, what are you thinking? I said, unfortunately, I see like a musical scene, a musical number or something. And we started talking about it. We ended up, he found a great song that was Elvisy, And I felt kind of comfortable with that. He did a musical number in the first one. Uh, did he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. And they're, they're in uh, jail. I'm, I, I had to actually wait because I'm watching this. This weekend with my wife, we, we I really enjoyed the first one. Is yeah, it a great same. movie? Yeah. No, but it's a lot of fun. And he loves it, Elvis, it, right? Did he play Elvis in another movie? He or, played yeah. Elvis on TV. Yeah, yeah. John Carpenter directed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's good. Jace watched it and he liked it. The uh, Elvis John Carpenter film? No, no, no. <laughs> Christmas Chronicles too. Oh, uh, that is streaming now on Netflix. By the way, here's the next clip. Nope. 
Uh, the Hallmark Channel is in the thick Christmas cheer with the debut of their 2020 original films. In this clip, Lacey Chabert discusses her storyline in the Christmas Waltz and where her character falls into the mix. Here we go. Avery is planning and very close to her dream Christmas wedding when her fiancé gets cold feet. And so the wedding is canceled. But she decides, because of Roman's encouragement, Roman, who is played by Will, to go ahead and take the ballroom lessons that they had planned to take as a couple for the wedding dance. I want to see you naked. Christmas Waltz airs Thursday night at 10 on the Hallmark Channel. So it's a new one with her, Steve. Danica McKellar has a new one. Yeah, we're talking to her on Thursday, Danica. All the favorites? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have a new James Cameron parade this year. I haven't seen one advertised. How about a new Alicia Witt one? Yeah, I think she's got one. Okay. You know, now they're doing between Hallmark and uh, they're doing also Lifetime. Yeah, has their own series. Hallmark uh, is it's just a pedigree, uh, and you know. But listen, you, you just have to have all the right elements. Wait, and Steve, Candace has one. She did. Oh, they've announced one. I did see the preview. I just didn't know yeah. if it was new or not. It's called "If I Only Had Christmas." Oh, yeah. It's the one with her in the shoes. I've seen that ad. Okay, uh, which I thought was I thought that was already. Okay. It no, might be a sequel. It has Steve. to be a sequel yeah. because it's a shoe lover's Christmas was the first one. But look at the picture. Look at this picture for for this ad. It's her holding two red sparkly shoes. Huh. Yeah. So, so it's got to be a it's sequel. Twenty twenty. Yeah. One. Steve, okay. does there, uh, does Ion that network have a? I think they're they're taking a run at these movies as well. Are they as well? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Hey, um, can I do? Can Preston? Uh, can, Preston, yes. why don't you ask me in the last Preston? <laughs> can Kathy try something real quick? Because we're still getting a little bit of a hiss, and I need we need to do this on the air. I don't Ka- know, Steve. Can Kathy try something? I think so. Yeah. Can you ask her, <laughs> Kathy? Can you try something for Casey? <laughs> I can try whatever you guys want. Kathy, can you ask Nick if you can maybe <laughs> turn your volume down just a little bit? We can pot you up more on on our end. Yep. Just so- see if we can lower the hiss on your end. Okay, I'm lowering it. That's too low. And we're still getting the hiss. We we had technical problems earlier this morning. If you're just tuning, I'll in. I'll take so the hiss. Try to work. Okay. Yeah, the hiss. I'll, is I'll fine. take the hiss with the clearness, the yeah. clarity. I should Kathy, say. boost it back up. Boosting it up. <laughs> there, it boosted, baby. It's Are boosted. you drinking? What's going on over there? I, know, I uh, Kathy, be. put on a boosty a. <laughs> hey, uh, we have to flip our calendar over. Oh, oh good. We didn't get a chance to do that earlier. What is this? Long December. Oh, long December. Nice. Uh, so we are saying goodbye to the month of November, which featured the amazing Tatiana. Yeah. Uh, and the interesting thing about uh, our December, Miss December. Yes. Is that she was a last second edition. In fact, she was working as part of the crew. Yeah. She was doing hair, I believe. And uh, we had one of our gals didn't show up. I think that was the story, right? Yeah. One of our yeah. guests. Every we now and so- then, it happens. Yes, Kathy? Yeah, no, we had somebody who completely just backed out, and she was there doing hair. She works for Gravity Hair Salon. Yeah. And Joseph from OSBX was like, all right, you want to do it? She's like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. You're in. So she jumped in. And she's great. And did it. Yeah. For the awesome. month of December, we have Tori Noel. Yay! now in the Preston and Steve Totally Office calendar, and she wraps up the year for us. So thank you, uh, Tori. No, and she wasn't shy about taking stuff no, off. she was not, and she was a, a total team player, and she did a great job with the hair, and 
thanks to her. That was a, a great calendar uh, that was shot at the uh, the Fillmore, I believe, is where we did that, wasn't it? Uh, it was done at the, uh, yes, yeah. And, uh, yeah. no. No? Was it the know. one at the dude's no. apartment where they had a giant bachelor party? It was done at the Met. Or is that two years it was ago? It was the Met. That's it. Done at the Met. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It should say it in the calendar. Oh, whatever. I'm not going to look right oh, now. Who wants to read it this time? I barely <laughs> made it through that entertainment break. Her Instagram is loudmouth hair, and she's a good follow. She's Excellent. a lot of fun. All right, so thank you, and uh, we uh, we welcome you to the month of uh, of December. It's kind of a kind of a beautiful looking morning, even yeah. though it's really cloudy. I know it's a, a rough start to the show, Preston, but a gorgeous sunrise on the horizon. Okay, well that's good. Hopefully that will be a wow. sign of things to come, man. Wow. Uh, let's. Uh, Steve says. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's take a break. Don't forget, we got a tattoo today. Your chance to win a Preston and Steve tattoo. Text the word tattoo to 39333. You might win at some point this morning. We'll take a break and be right back. 93.3 WMMR has been to some strange places. And now we're at Radio.com. Come visit. Wow. Hey, uh, DeBruno Brothers came by Ooh. today, so we'll do some giveaways at some point this morning. We'll have $50 gift cards to give away and celebrate their season with DeBruno Brothers' winter holiday menu available all through the month uh, through December 31st. You can order by December 18th. Guarantee your package uh, for Christmas. DeBrunoCatering.com. That's a great idea, giving away those for, you know, I, I love getting, like, the meat and cheese packages. Honestly, they, they have love great... Them. You know, great assortments. Mm -hmm. So here we are, uh, December 1st. That means the year-end list type things are going to start popping up. And uh, Merriam-Webster Monday announced their words of the year. Yay. Uh, Right? I was, you know, my wife and I sit by the radio waiting for Uh, words to come in. (laughs) And it usually comes after Little Orphan Annie wraps up. Right. Well, I have the top 11 words of the year, if you want it. You guys interested in hearing And you know, you know, uh, I I let you roll them out, but I know I, a large percentage of them is going to have to do with uh, the coronavirus. Of course. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it's what's it's going what's on used, in the world. It's what's looked up the most. It's what they predicate yeah. the list on. Yeah. In fact, let me, let me see if it describes how they determine uh, based. Uh, let me see what these are. It says, there is a swimsuit competition. Uh, let's see, based upon a statistical analysis of words that were looked up in extremely high numbers in our online dictionary while also showing a significant year-over-year increase in traffic. There you go. So that's how they determine. That guarantees it, so. Yeah, do you want me to start from the bottom and go up? Start from the bottom. All right, Leave them wanting more. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... And, and it's a list of 11 for some reason. I don't know why they chose 11. but Because they it's, uh, 10 is desperate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Oh, my they God. Got 10 is memo. a desperate number. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor made <laughs> 11! <laughs> I'm on the board of Marion Webster now. Okay. All right. That's why Kerfuffle and Homyunkel will appear. <laughs> oh, my God. Next year? Next year. <laughs> what about Chortle? Would Chortle, yes. Yeah. Bill loves these weird words, I'm man. <laughs> did, did we figure out that he kind of made up Homyankel? Homyankel is actually, he, he was close. It was it's sort of a hybrid of, of words. But, but they're, they're, they got westernized? It's, it's like, Heim, it, it, it is, it's a it's Yiddish, Yiddish word. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't, yeah. he made it more Bill-like, I actually right? like Bill's it version of yeah, it more. I yeah, I like it. I, yeah. I like okay. Homyankel. All right, me too. I told you, man, I used it for a while when we first heard that from Bill. And, and before I hurt my shoulder and I was playing golf, and if I would hit like a badass down-the-middle drive. As a Homyankel. I would say that's a homyunkle right there. <laughs> For some reason, I named it that. It, it took on that meaning. Uh, number 11 on this list is, is uh, malarkey. 
A Biden word. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joe Biden, correct. <laughs> but yes. we had talked about it before the presidential debate where, when he used yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot why we were talking about that, Because he forgot Hom Yonkel. No, no, it was a funny-sounding word, Kath, and it was one of those, Preston had a whole list of words that just sound goofy, and we don't know. It was like older words that aren't used anymore. I think, Kathy, it's old Celtic. It's when we were talking about snazzy. Snazzy. I think. Remember okay. when they said yeah. it might be better? It's less, uh, in, you know, yeah, yeah. suggestive to say, wow, you look really hot in that. To say, that looks, looks very snazzy, snazzy. Uh, <laughs> when you're in the workplace. And then somehow another malarkey entered into that. But it does like a, 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 it does have derivations. In, uh, it's an, of Irish derivation, is it not? Uh, what, uh, malarkey? Yes. Uh, Irish-American, the word seems to resonate, uh, and it's folksy, a bit old-fashioned. Uh, the word's true origins are not clear. It resembles an Irish last name. That's the brand of bottled semen I use. Sometimes yeah. spelled M-U-L-L-A-R-K-E-Y, malarkey, but could also have uh, come from Irish slang or even a similar-sounding Greek word as well. Uh, so malarkey is uh, the the informal and even euphemistic nature of malarkey may account for some of the visits to the dictionary's pages, which likely aim to answer the very basic question: uh, Is that word in the dictionary? So some people want to know if th- these words are actual words. That's number eleven. Uh, number ten. Ten, ten. is icon. We uh, lost a number of icons we this year. Did yes, uh, going all the way back to you know uh, in the. God, who was the first in the, in the beginning oh, of the Kobe. year? Kobe. Kobe, 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 Kobe Bryant. Kobe, yeah. yeah, but was there someone before him I'm missing? Well, Neil, Pe- Neil Peart, Neil Peart was, yes. was at the uh, very another beginning icon. of the year. Okay. Yeah. Van Halen, another icon. Musical icon. Peter Ginsburg. She's on the list. John Lewis, yeah. yeah. So so there were a number of icons that, uh, that passed this year. A person who is identified as an icon is successful and admired and frequently... Also representative of some idea. Like many human icons, the word's beginning was a modest one. In earliest use, it referred simply to an image. Uh, So like um, an An icon icon would be considered uh, uh, almost like a logo or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Iconic. Yeah. Eventually referred specifically to an image of religious value, an Mm -hmm. icon uh, being a sacred image. Often one painted on a small wooden panel and used by Eastern Christians uh, to uh, in their prayer and worship, so icon hmm. is one of the number or one of the. Uh, I wonder who's tops. looking up the word icon. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Thank you. <laughs> number nine. We'll hit that again, please, Casey, if you would. Number nine. Uh, this is the most interesting one on the list. I think it is irregardless. Oh. Yes, oh, it, it has not a, even a word. It's had a tortured history. <laughs> it has. Uh, it's be- not a word, right? Correct, Kathy. Well, yes, it is now, right? regardless. It is now they put it. They've put it in the dictionary. It is eventually. Oh sometimes yeah. words, even in, even improper pronunciations of words, can become so uh, prominent that they get incorporated into the dictionary what? as because you can't you can't fight. Yeah. You know, if, if the mass understanding of a word exists, right? Then. It's born into life. It, I, yeah, yeah. It becomes defined. Yes. Yeah. When I was a kid, ain't wasn't a word, or at least that was a saying. Ain't ain't a word. Um, and I think ain't is now a word. I think ain't yeah. is now. A word. I, I, is ain't more considered a contraction? Well, what would it be a contraction for? That's I don't know. But ain't. They, yeah. <laughs> am not. Am not. And, yeah. Well, but I mean, it's it's like uh, what? How do you get won't from will not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. How do you get cronut from donut? <laughs> 
Uh, so here you go. Irregardless had earned a spot in the words of the year pantheon mostly just by having the temerity to be a word. And it kept fighting. It, it was the little word that could. Uh, while mm. so, what, what is the one I've recently that I've changed over the last few years is, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, when people say I could care less, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's I've I said that as well, but it's I couldn't care less. If yeah. you think about the words and defi- it's not a word, it's you know it's a phrase, but yeah. I could not care less. I have more room to care less yes, is exactly. what you're saying, and you want to say there is no more care. Yeah. I have no ability to care less. But if you so say it's co- so, if, it's couldn't right? Yes. Yeah. If I've you done. say I could care less, that means could. I could care yeah. less about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Keep talking. Yeah, I've got Keep more. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> I've got or, more cynicism in here somewhere. So, for instance, when we're talking about, uh, let's say, the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette, and uh, you know, and then I, I find out that I'm actually getting involved in said conversation, or I'm getting emotionally involved, I should say. I could care less about this, and maybe I should care less about. It. I'm wondering if there is a way to say I could sure. care less that actually yeah, makes sense. That might be context. even in that con- construct, though. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's awkward. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway, irregardless, <laughs> uh, it says uh, while some deem the words presence in this list as further evidence of how truly uh, arduous this year was. Arduous? No. O d odious. Odious. What the hell does that uh, mean? Unpleasant. <laughs> Stinky. It's stinky. Yeah. Thank you. Odious uh, this year was. Uh, we in the dictionary business know that the word qualified for inclusion here because uh, people care about language, and that's worth celebrating. Uh, lookups for Irregardless increased dramatically in July, up 464%. When actress Jamie Lee Curtis asserted on Twitter that we had just entered the word, uh, Miss Curtis was wrong. We first entered Irregardless, according to Miriam uh, Webster. In our dictionaries in 1934, ah. and an entry for it has been at MiriamWebster.com since the dawn of that website. So it was before, uh, at the beginnings of World War II. Yeah. Uh, wow, interesting. When we were importing words from Europe. <laughs> By the way, going back to odious. Uh-huh. Yes. Stop it. Man, I was reading, yesterday I started to read a, an article, a, a, a reviewer uh, talking about that movie uh, that Amy Adams is in, whatever. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hillbilly Elegy. I get two paragraphs in, and I'm like, I have no idea what they're even saying. Oh, I hate they're that. They're using words that are beyond no words on it. my mm-hmm. standard comprehension. Right? You you have you have a very large vocabulary, Steve. But but here and 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 I'm like, stop it with that. Use please use standard words. To yeah. your point, Preston. To your point, critics love to yes, flower up their do. reviews. And what happens is, is anybody who has a commanding vocabulary will tell you when you do that you're doing that simply for show you're not doing it to communicate yeah. and it actually makes you look more it makes you look pompous pompous yeah, yeah. yeah. all right number eight on this list number eight, is, number eight. is asymptomatic yeah of yeah. course merriam webster's uh words of the year there it's uh akin to Irresymptomatic. Um, <laughs> the word asymptomatic was looked up 1,688% more this year than it typically is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so they define the word as presenting no symptoms of disease. Right. And it was uh, formed in the middle of the 19th century to contrast with symptomatic, a word that predates it by more than a century. Uh, bo- Hydromatic. <laughs> Asymptomatic. <laughs> odious. That's exactly where my brain went, man. That's exactly where my brain went. It's asymptomatic. <laughs> Bam! We need those horn yeah. kicks. Yes. Dan. Irregardless. Damn. We need, we need. She's on it. Okay, thank you. Just the horn kicks. Bang. Um, Iconic. Bam. 
Malacocious. Taciturn. Both words can be traced back to Greek. Uh, wow. Pudding? Sympip- no. <laughs> huh. It's Greek like yogurt. Greek yes. yogurt, yes. Uh, Sympip... Sympeptine, which is C-Y-M-P-I-P-T-E-I-N, meaning to happen. Okay. The, the prefix A means not or without. So asymptomatic is number eight on this list. All right, number seven. Oh, here we go. Seven. Thank you. Uh, now, if I'll mispronounce this and you don't like it, you can suck it. All right, here we go. Uh, Schadenfreude. I think it's Schadenfreude. Okay. Okay, yeah. Schadenfreude. It, it, it's like uh, Farfignugan. It's, it has that sort of um, use. It says it's a word lover's word, one that pops up in spelling bees and vocabulary tests all the time. This is partly because it is hard to spell and partly because it is fun to say out loud, although its pronunciation isn't necessarily easy to discern for an English speaker. In fact, this entry, audio pronunciation, is one of the most clicked on in their online dictionary. It says schadenfreude is how you do right. pronounce it. Yes. Uh, the word is perhaps also popular among wordies because of its specific and slightly malicious meaning, which is enjoyment obtained from the troubles of others. It had a spike oh. in lookups in March when news of the collegiate admission scandal broke. But the biggest single spike this year took place on October 2nd when it was announced that Trump had uh, contracted the coronavirus. Right. Uh, an example of this use came in the form of a headline from USA Today. Donald Trump's coronavirus infection draws international sympathy and a degree of schadenfreude. Right, and Farfignugan. Uh, and <laughs> such uses create a spike of 24,800% compared to last year's lookups. Schadenfreude. <laughs> oh, I got it. Uh, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> schadenfreude. Malarkey. Iconic, hegemonic, <laughs> irregardless, oh, yes. quarantine. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we need those on hotkeys. I need them on hotkeys. <laughs> which is a quick way to get to them. So. Yeah. Recalcitrant. All right. Omnipotent. <laughs> I'm not ready. God damn it. Okay. Omnipresent. <laughs> do you do a word and then rhyme a word with that word, or do you just do the list? Uh, you, uh, we should just, at the end of this, do the list. Okay. When we complete the list. All right, let me go through and, uh, this. It won't be as good, but it'll be yeah, accurate. Okay. All right, number six. Oh, oh great. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. Number six. All right. All right. Number six. <laughs> Antebellum. Number six. Oh, man. It's hard. He's just got uh, these. Yeah. Know, he's going to have to get them over into this other thing. So, yeah. Case, I'll, we'll work on this. Yeah. And you, we said you know. Antebellum earlier because of the uh, um, Janelle Monáe movie. Oh, that is correct. Yeah. That's so, right. it's pre war. It was looked up in significantly higher numbers for two distinct reasons in 2020. The first jump in lookups came in June when um, the band. Lady Antebellum would now officially be called Lady A. The second increase came with September release of a movie that uses the word as its title. These two events made for a year-over-year increase in lookups of 885%. You remember that Lady A 
issue because so they Lady Antebellum becomes Lady A. It turns out there's an already there's an artist named Lady A. Mm-hmm. Oh no, kidding! And yeah. I think they I think they sued her out of her own name. So it means uh, Antebellum comes from the Latin ante bellum, meaning before the war or simply existing before a war, and it's used specifically uh, to mean existing before the American Civil War. Right. Uh, so that you hear the Antebellum South. That's what they're talking about. Correct, correct. So that's where that came up. So that was number six on the list. We now go to <laughs> number, five. number five. Thank you. Uh, quarantine. Quarantine. One of the words of, of the year. Actually, also, Preston, for you and I, one of our favorite movies. Uh, yes. Yes. That is a great movie. It is a great movie. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. Movie, Who you're yeah. now watching in uh, Dexter. Dexter, correct, yes. So I think that speaks for itself, uh, and and I didn't get to go through this full list ahead of time, gang. So I quarantine apologize. though usually is the removal of people from a group. Correct. When you have a, an entire population, is, is there another well, variation on quarantine that? Here's their definition: quarantine means a state of enforced isolation desi- designed to prevent the spread of disease. Okay. So it doesn't mean separation, but it means it means isolation. So, you know. Isolation? <laughs> separation? Constipation? Reprobation? <laughs> Stagnation? Uh, the French word quarantine, T-A-I-N-E, <laughs> means about 40, and it was borrowed in the late 1400s with a meaning... You know, I'm just chilling out in my quarantine. <laughs> with a meaning of uh, a period of 40 days. It later blended with the Italian word quarantena. Uh, Where you been? Where you know I'm just hanging out in my quarantine. Meaning isolation of a ship to protect the port city from potential disease. Right. Uh, the Italian term was first used during the pandemic of bubonic plague in the 14th century. Uh, quarantine. <laughs> Is also used as a verb in English and a use that dates back to the early 19th century. By the way, century. shouldn't that be a chocolate drink? Uh, quarantine. <laughs> quarantine, well, along with Ovaltine. And, or an orange drink, you get quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, <laughs> quarantine was looked up 1,856% more frequently in 2020 than last year. Hmm. So hence uh, the list. Uh, the addition to the list. By the way, I finally saw the, uh, the trailer for The Stand yesterday. I, I know you guys watched it as well, and it's uh, really interesting to see um, there. there's a line in it or in the trailer where he says, uh, in these uncertain times, yeah. and just yeah. the, the parallels between oh, yeah. everything that's going on with the pandemic and The Stand coming out, I, I think it's going to do really well. That's why when this started, I got my mask, yeah. which I have right here, which has The Stand on it, because, oh. you know, it was about a, uh, a, a pandemic, but that was a really, really, really bad one. There's like, apparently... Everybody died. <laughs> there is a... Apparently on Netflix and... I've I gotta get the title of it, but it's it's a series out of Spain, I think, that involves a post quarantine like apocalypse. Okay. That has elements oh, wow. of the stand. Okay. And uh they, they, they shut down, you know, it has to do with the obviously the lockdowns and things of that nature. It was done before any of this, but they say it's incredibly pertinent to what we're going through. Is it called The Last Days? Steve? That might be it. Okay. All right, number four on this on this list is Kraken. Unleash the Kraken. That is correct. From Clash of the Titans, also used now by Sidney Powell, the attorney. And And it's an NHL team. Yeah, and that's the reason, uh, Nick, that they chose this. Apparently, that threw it into the the top search. The searches for the word increased 128,000% that day. Have you ever seen the various depictions of the Kraken? It it ranges everything from everything... 
like a large octopus to uh, like the creature depicted in Clash of the Titans, yeah. which is, has more of a, a human, well, not a human, but a, like a monster <laughs> head. And, yeah, I think the more classic yeah. version is like a giant squid or yeah. something along those lines. But yes, they've they forced Tucker into, with a fin. Uh, into a bunch of different uh, versions of that. But the Kraken is a mythical Scandinavian sea monster. Mm. Uh, the word which comes from... Norwe- Seahorses forever. <laughs> from Norwegian dialect. You see the Kraken. Has been used in English since the middle of the 18th century. Perseus, what do you want? I want at least the Kraken. Uh, Krakens have featured have been featured in various contexts more familiar to English speakers and Scandinavian folklore, including various iterations of Krakens in Marvel Comics. Yes. And a memorable monster in Clash of the Titans. And then, of course, there was his sister beast, Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. <laughs> uh, the phrase has gone on to enjoy life of its own with release the Kraken being attached to memes as occasions warrant. Do you, um, I think Kraken is a cool team name. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it is. I thought that was I a good choice. I think they should employ more of that. Yeah. All right. Number three. Mm. Number three. Is Mamba. Mamba. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, wow. Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Mentioned Kobe or Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, and Mamba refers to any of several... Chiefly arboreal, venomous, green, or black elipid snakes. It Genus is a little... Denparaspis. <laughs> he gave his himself the nickname. He and did. I, Kobe is one of the greatest basketball players of all time, and, and uh, I grew to like him over the years. I, I disliked him for a stretch because he sort of turned his back on Philly. A and I really gained, a, yeah, I gained yeah. an appreciation for how incredibly talented he was. Uh, I don't like it when people give themselves their own nicknames. You're I, not supposed to do that. No. I agree, and I, I, but I agree also on giving him the pass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because because that's um, don't want to dance on the guy. Mainly right, because yeah. he's dead. Right. Yeah. yeah. Had he been alive, we'd be all over his crap. Mm. Back up off him, Nick. Yeah. Uh, Mamba. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Spiked. <laughs> and look up. On the President's Steve show this morning, Nick McElwain observed how much he loathes Kobe Bryant, <laughs> even in passing. No. Mamba spiked in lookups on the day of Bryant's tragic death, with users looking up the word forty-two thousand seven hundred fifty-seven. 750% more than it's typical. You also have to realize, too, when you're at that level of sports star, and he, I think he owns the, or the family now owns the trademark. Black Mamba, Mamba yeah. Right? So there, there are lines of, uh, you know, swag and things that are associated with that. So uh, if you can give yourself the name. They yeah. had, a, the Lakers had a third jersey, city edition jersey that came out this year. Uh, that was, in it was his called, honor? Yeah, called oh. the Black Mamba jersey, and it was badass. It was really cool looking. Cool stuff. All right, number two. Number two. At number two. <laughs> uh, number two is defund. Okay. Uh, the word was uh, key in the many conversations about how to address uh, police violence as activists called for defunding of police forces. And others tried to understand what that in practicality would mean. Overall, defund was looked up 6,059% more uh, this year than last year. Uh, it is defined in Webster, Webster's as uh, to withdraw funding from. There you go. Uh, the word is a recent addition to English. It's only in use since the middle of the 20th century. It's a I barely, didn't know that. Barely new name. Huh. And then we move on to number one. Number one. And it's pretty obvious, right? Uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Is number one. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't know that coronavirus oh, wait was a minute. The, the standard. I thought it was pandemic. Yeah, I thought it was pandemic, wait too. Wait a second. What the hell is this? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so that's word of the year. Uh, this is the top 
This is what comes in just below those. Right. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So, gotcha. So, so no, it's the first runner-up. Number one leading up to the word of it's the year. It's axiomatic. Is <laughs> problematic. <laughs> Other things that end with attic. Up in the attic. Uh, rarely has a word, this is coronavirus, moved from uh, the jargon of medical professionals to the general public's everyday vocabulary as quickly as coronavirus. Though not a new word, coronavirus rocketed from obscurity to ubiquity in a span of just a few weeks. Uh, the word was largely ignored as the year began, but that changed on January 20th with the announcement of the first U.S. case of COVID-19. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought coronavirus uh, in the beginning was the um, was, COVID-19. Was COVID-19. Right. So it, and, um, right. And then I didn't realize it until I was buying like uh, antibacterial sprays and stuff like that. When you're reading what it kills, right? And coronavirus is one of the things. When it says it kills 99.9 percent of bacteria, uh, coronavirus is one, like H1N1. Right, right. right. Yeah. So it is mm-hmm. a virus, but COVID-19 is the specific name of this. COVID-19. Strain. Yeah. Uh, so the word was largely ignored, as I said. Did I COVID-19. Uh, but that changed on January 20th, uh, and it was looked up a staggering 162, 551% more this year than last year. 162,000%? Yeah. Wow. Yep. 162,551% more this year. Well, of course. Uh, their definition, let's see. I tell you, I am so sick of the COVID, the image of the actual microscopic... I still think it's kind of pretty. I no, no, no. Yeah. It, 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 it's worn out. It's welcome. <laughs> There's even an emoji for it. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was given its name in 1968 by a group of research virologists who noticed that under a microscope, the virus resembled a solar corona. Yeah. Uh, visible during an eclipse. So that's why they. That's why it got its name. Uh, both SARS and MERS are examples of coronavirus. Right. All right, and then uh, this is the word of the year. All right, so we need a fanfare. It oh. is, uh, well, we already said it, but it's pandemic. And it says sometimes. Pandemic? Yeah. Esoteric? Yeah. Come on, you mother effort. I'm hitting the button. <laughs> there it is. Inconsequential. <laughs> Deferential. So according to Merriam-Webster, sometimes a single word defines an era, and it's fitting that in this exceptional and exceptionally difficult year, a single word came immediately to the fore mm-hmm. as they examined the data that determines what their word of the year would be. Uh, based on statistical analysis of words that are looked up in extremely high numbers in their online dictionary, while also showing a significant year-over-year increase, uh, the word of the year is pandemic, of course. I have to say, you know, uh, it's funny... Um, because you always have the definitions right at your hand. Whenever you're writing, you know, right now they make it easier than ever. If there's a word that you come across in text, you know, like on the Mac, you just on the, on the pad, you just hold your two fingers down, highlight that word, and then the definition will come up. So I, I, I have to assume that that's improved people's vocabularies as opposed to making it, making people lazier, right? I mean, if you have that, that, that volume of information right at your fingertips, yeah. literally. Yeah, but people you're resist, look, yeah. too. You know, they, they don't want to learn new words. Um, but I, I I don't know. I like looking words up. I I, I find, you know, I've, I read um, uh, not Animal Farm, um, 
1984? Uh, no, no. Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Animal Farm? I was thinking 84, and then yeah. it, but it, anyway, I had to look up a whole bunch of words while, while reading it. And that's a relatively easy book to read, um, but to me, it just uh, helps to improve your vocabulary. It's an amazing book. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it is a great book. I love it. Uh, but I've, I've, been, I've been, yeah, now I look words up. I'm yeah. Like, if I don't know what that means, and I've heard it over and over many times, just never taking the time to look at them, it's about time I learn what that word right. means. Yeah. You know? All right, so to recap the list. Yep. All right. Malarkey, Icon, Irregardless, Asymptomatic, Schadenfreude, Antebellum, Quarantine, Kraken, Mamba, Defund, Coronavirus, Why is Pandemic? <laughs> Get the motor. Pandemic, go pandemic. All right. Those are the words of the year, gang. In case you were curious. I have a whole bunch of transitions. Yes, you do. All right. And with that, we're taking a break. Thank you. We'll come back in a moment. We have some bizarre file stories. How about we set you up? I got a $50 gift card what? right now to DeBruno Brothers. Ooh, nice. We'll take call number 13. All right, 215-263-WMMR, and you will get the goods. And don't forget, you can send their packages uh, through debrunocatering.com, and they have a full winter holiday menu available all through the month. That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, but order by December 18th. You guarantee your package uh, for Christmas. So uh, what number did I say? I don't know. All right, caller. Listen to number? the podcast. 15. 215 13. Not 15. 215-263-WMF. This goddamn microphone thing has thrown me off all morning already. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment, and yes, we will get to your Bizarre File stories, so stay with us. WMMR.com, the website for everything that rocks. Music news, events, photo galleries, contests, MMR gear in the rock shop, and more. All at WMMR.com. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by your local Confidence Plus Service Center. When your car needs service, head to your local Confidence Plus Service Center for trained, experienced technicians and a national warranty covering parts and labor. Info and locations at myconfidenceplus.com. A Chicago man has been charged with murder after a fatal fight that began when he put his hands in the Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, my God! What, the mashed potatoes? Murder. James Dixon is charged with killing Vincel Jackson, who was the boyfriend of the Thanksgiving party host. Jackson was trying to escort Dixon out of the house uh, because he had put his hands in leftovers early on Friday. The fight moved out to the porch where Jackson was stabbed nine times. All right, I'm going to take an unpopular angle on this. I don't think you should stab someone to death over doing <laughs> stuff like that. Well, actually, the the dude who stabbed the guy is is the guy who put his hands in the Thanksgiving. So the stabber is the, sta- the violator. The stabber is the violator. He Unbelievable. was he was being escorted out. 
And he, he stabbed. Pro- he killed the guy. He had to protect himself. Um, they may have changed the names, uh, and it's actually my mom and dad, because my dad <laughs> did that on Thanksgiving. And my mom was like, it is a different time right now. Get your fingers out of the food. Wow. wow. And he was like, everyone's done. And my mom was like, I don't care. I should have married Janice. Gerald. <laughs> Uh, Dixon fled but was caught with a blood-covered knife. Uh, Judge said bond. Oh, uh, it's cranberry sauce. $350,000. Uh The story of the of the monolith in Utah continues to uh, get a little bit more deep uh, before disappearing. Of course, it was now, uh, it's taken a more bizarre turn. Reports coming out of Romania suggest that an identical monolith, possibly the same one, has appeared in the city of Piatra Nimt. It's up on a hill, right? It's not the same one. It's not. Uh, the mysterious metal structure was found a few meters from a, the well-known archaeological landmark, Petrodava Dacian Fortress. The Dacian Fortress Petrodava represents the oldest historical monument in Piatra Nimt. Nimt? N-E-A-M-T. Yeah. Nimt. Uh, it is believed to have been destroyed by the Romans in the 2nd century A.D., but the remains can still be seen today from in the forms of parts of the city wall. The shiny triangular structure reportedly has a height of about 12 or 13 feet, and one side faces Mount uh, Kalua, known locally as the Holy Mountain. Right. It is one of the most famous mountains in Romania, and it's listed as one of the seven natural wonders of the country. Along with Mount Sambuca. The cultural and heritage official... Uh, Roscana Jansau, Jazanu, uh, said that uh, we have started looking into the strange appearance of the monolith. It is on private property, but we still don't know who the monolith's owner is yet. It is in a protected area on an archaeological site. Uh, before installing something there, they needed permission from our institution, one that then must be approved by the Ministry of Culture. And so no one as of yet has... No. No. Claimed it. So the Romanian object was first spotted on Thursday, November 26th. The Utah object was first seen on November 18th, was reported missing on November 27th, but nobody knows exactly when that was taken. So. It, it it looks terrible. It looks like somebody just kind of like welded it together. It looks like if I were to put together a monolith. Okay. Like a substandard monolith. Totally terrible. I can't believe it's a monolith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a, a crazy YouTuber decided that it was a good idea to scale a bridge and then to jump from oh. the very top, and it did not go well. Sa Famba told his fans his goal was to chase his dreams and, quote, leave a mark. <laughs> leave a mark is what he did when he hit the water with thunderous force. Oh, he God. climbed the Pennybacker Bridge high above the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. And you see him on the top of the bridge throwing his fists up in the air as he waited for a boat with rescuers to show. <laughs> Once it did, he made the leap and got fully submerged. A few seconds later, he reappears, and apparently the rescuers realized Fumbo was hurt and called EMTs. Fumbo said that he suffered a fractured skull and was taken to the hospital for treatment. His video caption reads, You might see it as jumping for views, but I see more. I wasn't built for just normal. I'm a dream I'm a dream yeah. <laughs> He can barely speak. Uh, I don't settle for less. I will leave my mark on this planet we call Earth or ho- our home. Oh, Safamba. Chase yours and leave your mark, he says. Yeah. Right. As he a did. big blood stain on the water. Wow. Safamba. A man who broke into a home and attacked his estranged girlfriend on Saturday morning was fatally stabbed and beaten with a golf club after the victim's mother and adult sister intervened. Oh my God! They beat this dude with a golf to club. Death. Yes. 
Officers responded shortly before 10 a.m. to report report of domestic violence. The officers arrived to find one of the home's front windows shattered and heard women screaming inside. Police entered the residence and discovered a man in his 40s who had been gravely injured. Firefighter paramedics arrived at the scene and pronounced the man dead. He was later identified as Justin Goss. An investigation indicated that while the intruder was in the process of beating and choking the female victim, her mother and sister came to her aid. During the struggle, the suspect was stabbed and beaten with a golf club. It's amazing, though. A golf club. Oh, yeah. You kidding? Yeah. Absolutely. Especially using iron. They're really, really heavy. Uh, The man's estranged girlfriend was taken to a hospital and treated for facial injuries, and she was later released from the medical facility. So mom and sis came in, saved her, killed this dude. Wow. All right. And we'll end it right there. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Don't forget, we have a Tattoo Tuesday. It's a chance for you to win a three hundred fifty dollar tattoo for, or it's a certificate for a fat tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text the word tattoo to three nine three three three. If you want to check out their artwork, go to Instagram and type in Floating World Tattoos. You'll find it. They are located at seventeen twenty nine South Street in Philadelphia. Get on that. We'll have a winner by the end of the show. We'll be back in just a moment. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together. And that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock. And that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-Organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme Isles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Notice I, I, something I forgot. I saw this yesterday. Uh, my son had called me as I was leaving work, and he's like, Dad, the light just heads up. There's a storm coming through. Lights are flickering on mm. and off. I'm like, okay, thanks. And I was on Blue Route northbound, and coming in the southbound lanes, right at the Metroplex, right in the Plymouth oh, meeting yeah, area, was, there was a tractor trailer yeah, was that was jackknifed and facing the opposite way. Oh. So this was... It had to have been because of the wind, I'm guessing. Uh, uh, no, it, it happened before all of that. I mean, it was, I think, because of the weather, but it was before, it happened before those strong winds came really? through. So I don't know exactly the cause of it, but I mean, the, it the was way closed that it looked, for a it while. It didn't make any sense was to me. Was he doing donuts? That it was facing the, the other way. So I thought, well, you know what, I was Preston, wondering if the wind might have pushed it off. I mean, maybe, oh. I, I'm not, I, I got home um, yesterday and the winds, at least didn't start until a little bit after that. But I don't know. Maybe there had been uh, heavier winds earlier in the day when we were still at work. So I'm not exactly okay. sure. But it it was a mess yeah. in Plymouth meeting yesterday. The Blue Route was closed, and then there was an accident on Germantown. Uh, that was a pr- it was a pretty bad accident. I mean, totaled the car. It looked like the people were okay, but um, that it had Germantown backed up. Like uh, people couldn't get on the Blue Route. They were trying to use Germantown as an alternate, and then there was an accident there. Like it wow. was a mess in Plymouth meeting yesterday. Yeah, flooding all over the place. Yeah. It was- it was pretty pretty nasty for getting around. Your area was flooded. Yeah, there were lots of uh, lots of uh, 
times where I had to, you know, go over into the opposite lane to go around big puddles out in the water. And so when I was in yards were 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 deep with water. Yeah. When I was in Maniunk, we lived right by the hundred steps. So you go down, and and you were at a safe height. But after a like a downpour, I love to go down and look at the the creek. Then became a raging river. You were safe. You were up high enough. I think you have an area near you where several, yeah, several where there's storm drains. Go watch and and it comes gushing through there. You're like, man, if I fall in there, I'm dead. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's uh, some dangerous stuff. Wow. Um, you know what? We have some stuff to give away, and we have a game that I meant for us to play at Camp Out for Hunger, but we ended up having so many guests and so many things going on that we ended up not doing it. It's, so, it's, it's the curse of being so entertaining. Yeah. I think that we should do it now, and it's the it's the backwards audio game. It's called Bass Ackwards. Yes. And so everything that Casey and I put together is all food-related because we were going to do it at Camp Out for Hunger. Well, this still work. We need a contest, uh, Tig Old Biddies. <laughs> Tig old bitty, <laughs> right? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, work what on do that. we do? Yeah. I don't know. All right. I'm going to work on it. 215-263-WMMR. Uh, Essentially, I record something, saying it phonetically backwards, then we reverse it, and it reveals what it is. If you can if you can figure it out by hearing me phonetically say it backwards, uh, then you might win a prize. All right. All food-related, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's still listen. We're still in the time of plenty. Yeah. He is so good at this, by the way. Like, yeah. Because we'll... We'll say it forwards, and then we play it backwards, so he sees what he has to say, what it needs to sound like. And, right, and he and he nails it like almost every single time on the on the first try. I write it down phonetically, and then I take a shot at it. Okay, sometimes it turns out well, and other times it's like that's a little weird. I but. like them both. Hey, by the way, speaking of Camp Out for Hunger, while we're getting our callers on the line, um, we have some uh, a new total to announce because we were waiting for the end of. Uh, the wrap-up to the Head Start, or it ended up being going through uh, the Camp Up for Hunger with Acme, so there have been some more numbers that have come in money-wise. But before I get to that, Stephen forwarded this um, story to me about Phil Abundance. Um, they recently lost just under a million dollars to essentially a cyber theft. No, yeah. no way. $923,533. It happened in July. Yeah, the story um, was on the Inquirer this morning. It was to pay a construction bill for their uh, community kitchen. And apparently sometime in the spring, they infiltrated the group's computer system through a phishing scam and then put in uh, controls that blocked legitimate emails from getting through. And the final step was a spoofing email that mimicked an invoice from the construction company. Philemon has made a payment on July 6th, and they discovered the theft on July 24th because the company got back to them and was asking where the payment was. Oh. And they said, well, we already paid it. And they said, no, you didn't. And they found out that it was a cyber wow. crime. Uh, the organization has since been able to make the construction payment because they had reserves. Uh, but apparently the fraudulent transfers like this are the second most common type of cyber attack, according to the Insurance Information Institute. So they got scammed out of all that money. So the Camp Out for Hunger yeah. is going to cover that and more. Because we are happy to announce that the monetary contributions now with the additional monies that came in from ACME are in the excess of $1.7 million. Unbelievable. Wow. $1.7 million. It's, uh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. So (laughs) It's yummy dummy. It's badass. It's super hydroelastic. I'm just making bombastic. 
And elastic. Um, so that's huge. It is. Uh, so thank you, everyone. Once again, one point seven million dollars. Listen, uh, two point five million uh, pounds of food. A lot of a lot of ground to cover, obviously, and a hopefully the plan is to put as much excess on the shelves for you know what's going to be coming. Yeah. And uh, wow, but that is just tremendous, uh, unbelievable. And again, Acme and Subaru and all the countless others. You specifically, because you donated and you made it happen. Absolutely. Unbelievable. All right, so we're axiomatic. Gonna, we, we are going to try. Never dramatic. I use a bassomatic. We're going to try out this game now, Bass Ackwards, and we need callers on the line, 215-263-WMMR. These are all food-related things. I tell you what we'll do. We'll let you take a guess at it. If you need a hint, we'll try giving a hint. Now, I didn't write down any of these hints. Okay. So I'm going to have to do my best. That's fine. We'll improv. All We're right. fluid, you know, like the water's, like, sands through an hourglass. That's right. Let me go to uh, Matt. Hey, Matt, how you doing, bud? I love you. I love, I love you, too. All right, Matt, we're going to try out Bass Ackwards. I'm going to play this clip of me saying a food phrase phonetically backwards. And if you can identify what it is, I'll give you a, a hint if you need one. But first, first, let's have you listen to it. You ready? All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Here's the first one for you. Slob meme that we didn't get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give it to you again. Here, here we go. Slob meme that we didn't get. And it's a, it's a food I'm phrase, right? Yeah. You're gonna need a head. All right, I will tell you this. <laughs> it is a pasta and meat dish. Okay. I'll play it for you one more time. Slob meme that we didn't get. <laughs> Is it spaghetti and meatballs? Well, let's find out, All Casey. Right. Let's see what it is forwards. Make many meatballs. Yes! Slob meme that we have get spaghetti with meatballs. Yes, I'll have some. All right, Case, what are we going to give Matt? Oh, man, Matt, Steve's going to want to take this from you. It is a digital download of the action classic Blade as a half vampire, half mortal man becomes a protector awesome. of the human race. You can own it on 4K Ultra HD and digital today. Was that Tracy Lord's first non-porn movie? It was uh, one she, of her first She ones. had actually done a miniseries of Stephen King, The Tommy Knockers. Yeah. And a few others, but Blade came a little bit later. But I, maybe, oh, it her, did. Okay. maybe her first theatrical. I thought release. it was first. Yeah. All right, we'll try another. Oh, she did Cry Baby. We'll try to, That's right. It was probably Cry Baby. Let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Good morning. All right, Jeff, we're going to play the Bass Ackwards clip. And if you need a hint, you let me know, okay? You ready? You got it, ready. Right, here we go. Snee wool a fub. All right, I'll play it for you again. Listen closely. Snee wool a fub. I'm clueless. Can you All give right. me a hint? Yes, I will. This is a delicacy that comes from a city in upstate New York that bears its name. Cheeseburger? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. That's a great town. So you ever get a chance to vacation in Cheeseburger? Gotta let you go, I know what city it is. You do? Okay, I'll I'll play it. Listen. Snee wool a fub. (laughs) 
All right, let me go to Tom. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Uh, all right, Tom, do you uh, need to hear it again? Uh, I, 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 it's bump, I think Buffalo, but I don't know. I'm trying to sound it out in my head. Uh, is okay. Well, it's, it's, it's a food. Wings. These are all. These buffalo are all. Wings. These say that again. Buffalo wings. He's right. Let's oh, hear it. That was kind of a giveaway clue, yeah. right? Yeah. I got buffalo, but I I, I kept hearing lens, and I'm like buffalo lens. Here we go. A buffalo wing. It sounds similar to my Ramdah. Ramdah. Yeah, so Buffalo Wings. What will you have, sir? Buffalo Wings. Is your friend all right? What do we have for Tom? Well, Tommy. Tommy want wingy. You have a $50 DeBruno Brothers events and catering gift card. Mm. Mm. Buffalo, Buffalo wings. Buffalo wings. <laughs> you can check them out at debrunocatering.com. All right, that's for Tommy. Yeah. Tommy got wingy. Tommy has wingy. All right. Tommy want wingy. We'll try uh, Chris out. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? Morning, guys. Morning, sir. All right. All right. Um, here is the next one. Backwards. Phonetically backwards. Here we go. Slordwin Hunamaur. <laughs> Uh, Play that again for you, and then you'll let me know if you need a hint. Everybody's going to need a hint. I'm just doing this to kill some time. Here we go. Slordwin Hunamau. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Case. Do you need a hint? Definitely need a hint. Definitely okay. Need a hint. This is a college dorm room delicacy. And I'll play it for I'm you again. Yeah, I'll play it for what? Hang on, listen. Slordwin Hunamau. And what is your guess? Ramen noodles? Ramen noodles. Let's find out. Ramen noodles. Yes! You know, the game is very playable because what you have to listen for in your Bass Ackwards pronunciation is the final letter and work your way. Yes. Back. Yeah. So that, there's your, with the clue, that's your tip-off. Now, sometimes you can get a little bit more of the word, but that's your that's your step-off point. All right, Chris, here's what we got for you. All right, we got a digital download of Buddy Games. Josh Dumal stars and directs in this wild and hilarious no-hold-bar comedy featuring Dax Shepard, Olivia Munn, and Nick Swartzen. Six lifetime... Oh, my God. Lifetime friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. tuck-tongue friends. <laughs> Six lifelong friends reunite for an insane competition of Nail absurd... Nail says Kong Kong. <laughs> ...of absurd physical and mental challenges for a chance to win $150,000. You can buy it or rent it today on digital and DVD rated R from Paramount Pictures. Ramen know it all. <laughs> All right, we'll get our, next, we get our next caller on the line. It's Eileen. Hello there, Eileen. Good morning. All right, Eileen, we are playing Bass Ackwards. I have a food-related reversed word or phrase for you here. You ready? I am. Let's All right. go. Listen closely. Here we go. Skick bar. <laughs> wow. It's short. Let me play it again. Skick bar. Skick bar. Do you need a hint? I think I may, yeah. Okay. Uh, these are a a Maryland specialty? Sure. Okay. Maryland specialty. Okay. Yeah. Can I hear it just one more time? Absolutely. Here we go. One more time. Skick bar. Hmm, that second one stopped me. Um, 
I don't know. I'm just going to have to guess and say Maryland specialty. So let's go with crab cakes. I don't know. Crab cakes. I don't know. Hmm. Let's see. <laughs> crab cakes. Yes! Well done, Eileen. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. It was Carol. Yeah, I'll play it for you one more time. Grab cakes. Grab, grab. And what will you have, sir? Grab cakes. It wasn't my first choice. I learned a buffalo Hang on, Eileen. Um... You have won a digital download of the action classic Blade as a half-vampire, half-mortal man becomes a protector of the human race. You can own it on 4K Ultra HD and digital today. All right. Uh, we will go. <laughs> what would you like for dessert, sir? and cream pie. cream pie. Let me go next to Eric. Hi there, Eric. Hey, Preston. How you doing? Doing great. All right. Hang on a second. I I wasn't ready for this guy. Here we go. Eric! Oh, here we go. All right, Eric. (laughs) We're going to play one of these bass backwards for you. They're food-related. Listen closely. I'll give you a clue in a moment, okay? All right. All right, here we go. Asneep Neonora Pepper. All right, let me me play that again. Here we go. Asneep Neonora Pepper. Okay. Now, Case, can, I, you... can I have a clue? Yeah. You, you, I, think, you, I think I know it. I think I know it, but I, can I have a clue? Yeah. Wow. Uh, he thinks he knows it. He That's he the norm prep it. Well, let me, I just want to hear your answer real quick. What do you think it might be? Yeah. Pepper? I'm sorry? Stuffed pepper? Uh, Stuffed pepper. No, it is not that. I will tell you that. Nice that try, though. It um, is a nice try. I almost said the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What What is a good hint for this, Casey? Um... Well, Domino's will get you one of these in 30 minutes or less. Uh, a deep dish pizza? Deep dish <laughs> pizza is what you're going with. Yeah. No, that's uh, incorrect. Sorry, buddy. Uh, that's a pretty good clue. But, well, we, but no, thank God. Let me go to Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Hi. 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 How you doing? I'm Hi. doing great. How are you? Come here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Obviously, right. there's something between us. Michelle, did you hear the the, uh, the clue? Yes, I did hear the clue. Okay. I'll play the clip for you again, all right? You ready? Okay. Uh, Sneep Neonora Pepper. Oh. And Domino's. Right? Now I got it. Now you yeah. got but it, right? I wouldn't have without the clue. Okay. Yeah, so it, it kind of it doesn't give it away completely, yeah. but if you listen closely, you might be able to put the two together. Here we go. Uh, Sneep Neonora Pepper. <laughs> I'm going to say stuffed crust pizza. Stuffed crust pizza is incorrect. Ah. Sorry about that. Uh, let's go to John. Hey, John. Hey, thanks for having me on the got got food, got 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 bop, bop. Killed it. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't even close. <laughs> he says he bop, killed bop, it. He bop, killed bop, it. Bop, bop. All right, John. Uh, do you know hey. what it is? Can I hear it one more time? Absolutely. Remember, Domino's will get you in 30 minutes less or less. Here we go. Asneep Neonora Pepper. My best guess is going to be pepperoni pizza. And that's a good guess. Oh! That's, that's oh! All right, let me play it for you. Here's the uh, forward. Pepperoni pizza. 
That was a hard one to do. Well, pepperoni is a tough one. It's hard to pull off. Pepperoni pizza. As good as I can get it. Did you say pepperoni pizza? All right, what are we going to set him up with? All right, uh, for you, John, we have a $50 DeBruno Brothers events and catering gift card. You can check check him out at debrunocatering.com. By the way, they brought a bunch of stuff here. To, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I haven't been in. I, I was smelling it earlier, but I need to go take a Tremendous. They got a lot of meat. I, they brought a, a charcuterie. Oh, yeah. From what I understand. I'm uh, interested in the cheesery. Yeah. Ooh, and chocolate and bourbon tarts. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. It's a perfect day to start a juice cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How they'll... many days are you doing, Case? I'm just doing three. So if you, you can, can just leave tomorrow. things for three days. Marissa, they brought you a vegan Kennett Square mushroom lasagna as Ooh. well. Thank you to DeBruno Brothers. All right, let's get another one on the line, and we will go to, I believe it was Sherry that is next. Hey, Sherry. Hi. Hi, we're playing Bass Ackwards. Are you ready? I am. All right, see if you can identify this food. Catch siege. Wow. Yeah, let me do that one again. Here we go. Catch siege. And I had to make that, like, thing at the beginning to get it. Sounds like a sneeze. Would you like a clue? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, this one, if I give you this, it should be pretty easy. All right. Philadelphia. Let me play it for you again. Catch siege. And Philadelphia. Food and Philadelphia. What do you think? Uh, cheese steak? That's correct. And this is how it turned out after doing that clump, that beef, whatever. Here it is. Cheese snake. Not bad, right? Yeah, that's close. Getting the the, the CK at the end of something is hard to do. Cheese snake. Snick. (laughs) Because CK becomes KC. And how do you do the CH? It's like a... Like that. Wow. It's it's weird. You have to kind of inhale. It's very strange. All right, Sherry, hang on a second. Yeah, see you. Case, what we got for Okay, so for you, Sherry, we have, well, Nell gives this a Syed Long Kong Kong. All right? And so that is a two thumbs up. It is a digital download of Buddy that Games. That was three thumbs up. <laughs> that is Nell being Tata. And um, Josh Jamal stars and directs in this wild and hilarious no-holds-barred comedy featuring Dax Shepard, Olivia Munn, and Nick Swartzen. Six lifelong friends reunite for an insane competition of absurd physical and mental challenges for the chance to win $150,000. Buy it or rent it today. On digital and DVD rated R from Paramount Pictures. Nell gives it three three thumbs up. (laughs) Steve, somebody texted and said, everything played forward sounds like Catherine Hepburn ordering take. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, let me hear cheesesteak backwards, the the original, uh, because it will start with the the CH sound. Catch C. So that's that's Nick. (laughs) Kind of got to like. Suck on the sea a little bit. <laughs> Suck on the sea. Oh I watched that. God. I watched that movie. Right, Kath? Yeah. Right. Right. On the back. We're just yeah. then we're going to watch Suck on the Sea. Yeah. Catch Seash. We're going to have some chest thing. And what? Suck on the Sea. All right. Let's go to another caller for Bass Ackwards. Let's see. I think it's Gus that we're going to get on the line. Hi, uh, Gus. Are you there? Yes. All right, Gus. We're playing Bass Ackwards. You ready? Yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right, let's try. Let's try this one out on you. Here we go. Slow stuffed balls. <laughs> that sounds like something itself. Slow, slow stuffed balls. Yeah. <laughs> slow stuffed balls. This one's called slow stuffed ball. Uh, can I get a hint? Yeah, let me play it again for you. Let me get a, uh, a, one more play. Here we go. Slow yeah. stuffed balls. All right. So, Casey, what do you think? Um. Ooh. Philadelphia. <laughs> it's another <laughs> Philadelphia staple, and you can buy it on the street a lot of times. Soft pretzels? Soft pretzels. Hmm. It's a good guess. That's a good guess. But it's correct. Yay! All right. This is what it sounded like when you spin it the other way. Soft pretzels. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's almost singing. It's, yeah, yeah, it's got a little vibrato in it. It's almost like tiny bubbles. All right, Case, what do we have for him? All right, for you, we have a digital download of Buddy Games. Josh Dumal stars and directs in this wild and hilarious No Holds Bar comedy featuring Dax Shepard, Olivia Munn, and Nick Swartzen. Nell gives it a... Three thumbs up. Three thumbs <laughs> <laughs> It's about syphilis. Syphilis? It's about syphilis. syphilis. Right. Dear God. I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I bet you syphilis is said in the movie. I bet you. Uh, six lifelong friends is what I'm trying to say. Nell being tie tie. Nell being tie tie. And uh, they reunite. It's a great movie. Um, syphilis. Yeah. Paramount Pictures, go. Do we only have one left? We only have one left. Three thumbs up. Okay. Uh, And while we're doing this case, try to think of a clue because I'm I'm striking out in my mind. I got you. All right, let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, it's Sib Yates. What did he say? Say what? That was was, 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 Hey Bitches back. Oh, (laughs) my God. Well done, sir. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Say that again. I love it. <laughs> All right, Jeff, I'm going to roll some food here for you backwards. You ready? All right. All right, here we go. Chris, soil the mitzulmik. This one is actually three words long. This is three the words. longest one. So here we go. Chris, soil the mitzulmik. All right, you need a clue? Yeah, I'm going to need a clue on that one. All right. This is the clue that Casey gave me. Andy Warhol. Mm. Oh. Easy. No. What 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 food is this, is most associated with Andy Warhol? I have no idea. And the thing that bugs me the most is I can speak backwards in two languages. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Wow. What what <laughs> what besides English is is your backwards language? German. German. That's pretty yeah. wild. And it is cool. German almost yeah. sounds backwards. Right, let me we play. Would, let me we play. wouldn't even be able to test you if you're yeah. telling the truth or not. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I sing songs backwards in German, and I go backwards. I go back and forth from German to English. Damn it! Well, you listen. Well, this is actually. Right, let me play it for him yeah. again. Listen closely. Here we go. Chris, soil the mitzulmik. It's got a brand name in there. Oh. Andy Warhol. Yeah. Three seconds. Uh, macaroni and cheese. No, oh. sorry, bud. Oh, no. But I'm intrigued by your talent, yes. Jeff. Thank you. Uh, let me go next to Rick. Hey, Rick. Yeah. Hey, you, Rick. 
Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Do you need to hear the clue again? Yeah, one more time. Andy Warhol, and then here's the clip. Uh, I know I know a little bit about him. Um, but this isn't my answer. Um, wait a minute. Well, can, I, can I hear it one more time? Yeah, here we go. Chris. Soil the Mitsulmik. Oh, gosh. What? It's one of two things. I'll say, uh, um, gosh, uh, Kellogg's Cornflakes. No, incorrect. Sorry, bud. Appreciate uh, it, man. Nope. Th- this one's clear. All right. Let me go to Jay. Hi, Jay. It's morning. Uh, what's that? <laughs> this morning? This morning. This okay. morning. Okay. This morning, Preston. All right, Jay. <laughs> this morning to you. This morning on our show. And then tomorrow morning, everyone. <laughs> I'm glad everybody's having a day like we are today. <laughs> uh, Jay, do you did you hear the clue? Do you know all the, the information you need to know? Yes. I what, think. Let's hear it one more time. All right, here we go. All right. Andy Warhol. Sorry? Campbell's soup. Be more specific. Give me the flavor of the soup. Uh, vegetable. No. Uh, no. One more. No, two. I got two. We can go to two more callers. Hi, Willie. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Willie. Do you know the answer? I believe I do. Can I hear the clue one more time? Yeah, it's Andy Warhol, and then here's the clip. Uh, Campbell's soup, tomato. What's Campbell's tomato soup. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hang on, Willie, and I'll play the way it sounds when you flip it around. Here we go. Campbell's tomato soup. That's good. Man. It was hard to do. That's man. really good. Hang on, one more time. Campbell's tomato soup. <laughs> you can't be friends. I'm Mick Jagger. Gamelos and Melos. I want it now. Case, what do we have for Willie? For you, Willie, we have a $50 DeBruno Brothers events and catering gift card. Check them out at DeBrunoCatering.com. Somebody texted and said, some of Preston's backwards recordings sound like John Malkovich and Rounders when he says, give that man his money. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Russian sounds a little. Pay that man his money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. R- Russian sounds a little backwards as well. Soil the Mitsulmik. Record my bird. My bird. Want to record my bird. Talking about my bird. Can I uh, mention something here yes. real quick? A uh, little personal thing. You want I, your bird? That I, yes, I want my bird. My bird. Yes. Uh, I, had, I had an interesting thing happen yesterday. Uh, and I want to know if you guys have had this too. Right. Uh, because we have a fair amount of social media followers. Yes. I was approached via social media to be an influencer. Really? Oh, no. Yes. I, I, um, 
I've yeah. never had that happen. I get emails all the time yeah. from a hashtag paid. Do you get emails or comments? Uh, I get emails. Sometimes I get comments going, yo, bro, like your fit and want to collab. I'm <laughs> like, no. Yeah. always want to yeah. collab. Want to yes. collab. Mine said collab, collab. too. Yeah. Mostly, it's, mostly it's in the comments section. It's not usually a, a, yeah. as a direct message. Yeah. Oh, I get direct messages all the time. Yeah, but you're actually an influencer. You like, are. You've done some stuff where um, you've been able to use your Instagram to, like, uh, hawk jewelry and stuff. No, but that's a company that I own. That's I not an influencer. Wait, that's Wait, a company? An, an you own a company? It kind of is. My jewelry company? Yeah. yeah. yeah I know yeah. that you owned that. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, you, it's you... not. that's not an influencer. An influencer uh, is, is other people's products that you, you're promoting um, for them. You yeah, mine is for, my own. I'm you not did... using it as a derogatory, Kathy. I'm saying that you... you... No, I know. I'm just saying it's, there's a difference. Well, I know right, let me is. jump in here, because you did do one that wasn't for a jewelry company the other day, and it, uh, it was what like... What was that? It was a movie one. Oh, but that was just through the station. That's through the station. station. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, and you put on well, those, you put ad on there. But that's not, is that an influencer? Absolutely. Yeah. What you're doing is. through the station? What you're doing is, is using your name, Catherine Mono, to influence people to pay attention to anything. It does not have to be a specific endorsement for a product. And so, um, you know, even when it comes to like fall activities, hashtag fall activities is a brand of social influence. Okay. I, I, See, I, I would never, I would never identify myself as that but i understand what you're saying i, I think the con, at least i perceive and in the constraints of being an influencer for your your personal gain like you're not doing it under the auspices of work you're doing you're influencing there's a difference yeah and so, no, but so like, personal gain would be i think that's different no i think that's what influencers do they they influence a lot of times for example kylie jenner is an influencer as well as she has her own products, but she also, uh, people get paid to simply, like uh, Scott Distick is a more perfect example. Yeah. And, uh, that's the only time perfect has been described using, <laughs> but but he will he will endorse things and he will be an influencer of those things and he gets money back from that. Right. And I, I get approached by, there there is a company that reaches out to people who have a decent, I guess, following on social media. Uh, and they're called hashtag paid, and I get emails and text messages from them. I don't to know. collab to collab, and uh, and I haven't done it yet because there hasn't been a product that I go, oh yeah yeah, I do that. I use that product. One with they they hit me up for like a, some sort of wine thing. I'm like, yeah, I'd be the wrong person for that. Right, right. I got this one. Uh, this is it's from one. a from a men's jewelry, so it's like you know uh, watches and and uh, and. Um uh, like uh, uh, bracelets and things like that. Prince Alberts. Uh, it says, hey, Preston, we really like this photo. Would you like to do a collab? Yeah, so yeah. DM the uh, the company, and our team will organize a special order of jewelry just for you. So what's really happening there is that that company is using your popularity and, and knows that people will read the comments on your post. And so it's far more about them getting their name out there than it is them actually collaborating okay. with you on anything. But should I say, so, hey, dude, send me some nope, stuff? No, you should not. And um, <laughs> Because it, it, more likely than not, it ends up being a scam. If somebody actually wanted to contact you, uh, they would either direct message you or they email you. Okay. They, they'd be able to get in touch with you. The, using the comments section is not the way to actually collaborate with you, someone. You get okay. abducted by gypsies. Right. You don't want that. Nope. So influencers get paid by brands to represent the brand. That's what an influencer is. Kylie Jenner, I understand saying that she's an influencer. However, it's her own company. Okay, so, I would still so, call. I would still just in parlance call that an influencer. Yeah. But you know, uh, or an same thing as an endorser. You know, I mean, that's and we endorse yeah, stuff all the yeah, time. I, the here, influencers so. more applied to social media. Yeah. I know, right, I right, yeah. right. But but I mean, I. I would lump it in that category personally. So I don't know, Marissa. I just, it's kind of like the word clickbait. 
like the it has one specific meaning at the very beginning like a clickbait means an article that gets you to click it and and the headline has nothing to do with the content of the article right. it doesn't mean a headline that was written really well that got you to click it and mm. then you were intrigued by what was within the article but that's also been lumped in with the word clickbait right. so i think influencer has the same thing where um, as kathy says at the beginning it was you get paid to promote a product, but now it's like, hey, uh, my restaurant's opening. Do you, you want to come and have a free meal? Uh, post about it, and then you get a free meal. I get promotion and win-win. So yeah, but see, I wouldn't. That's not that. an influencer. That person owns that restaurant. Uh, They're no, just promoting no, their business. No, it's so, like us promoting but, the radio station. But the person that they offer Approached. the free meal to, yeah. oh god, they're got going it, got to it. that person because right. they have right, right, so right. many followers, and their followers are going to see it. Hmm. Right, right. You, you kind of say like uh. is all lumped in there. So, so a, a a new restaurant in Philadelphia knows that you have the perception, uh, Marissa, of being someone who's out on no. the scene, and so they they offer you a meal and they ask you to um, to uh, give a you know talk about it on your social media, and that at that point you're an influencer. Yeah, yes? and I feel really weird about that because that has happened with so many people, and I try to avoid those. And every time I post something, I've paid for that meal or I go or it's just a product that I really like and it bugs the crap out of me. Casey, you do it a lot when um, not you, you you see it a lot um, when you post something and everyone's like, oh, hashtag ad. Yeah. Like I literally I posted a photo of clouds once that reminded me (laughs) of the brew dog logo. It's this little logo of this British beer. And somebody was like, oh, that's a hashtag ad. And I was like, you're kidding me. You're a hashtag (laughs) a-hole. You think that I sat around and waited for something that looked like this thing that that this company paid me for? It's absurd. What what is the – why does it have to be hashtag ad? So that – If you're paid for it and you're you're using – No, no, no. But it's not not being paid for because the – what I was going to say is the the movie that I um, posted a picture of, in the, the literature that they sent me, it said you have to put hashtag ad. It's kind of like uh, FCC regulations. Like if you are being asked to promote a product, then you have to be open on your social media. That that's what it is. That's what you're doing. So you'll see a lot of them where like the hashtag ad is like buried in like 20 hashtags. So you don't really see it. Some people will do that. Or some people are very obvious with it. Like you'll see the Kardashians are very obvious about it because they've actually gotten sued because of... uh, People are right. There's there's no hard and fast rules, but to that to your point, I think it was Khloe Kardashian and one of them got in trouble because they were talking about this weight loss thing, and they were talking about it as if they themselves had just happened across it. I'm really recommending it without revealing that they were being paid to endorse it, and that's what causes the issue. There's differences too between saying I want to use this and I recommend it, and this is a great product. So you can't, you know, something where you said, I specifically used it, often you'll be paid for that post. Whereas if Steve says something like, hey, I just think that uh, that uh, Justice League is a great movie, yeah. that's that's very different than in an endorsement. The other thing about the collab thing, Preston, is uh, you got to be really careful because sometimes it's just a pyramid scheme. It's a straight up okay. scam where somebody is being, it, it, like, it, it, there's there's a company that wants you uh, to you use, use you, you, they're using you yeah, as Preston, a pyramid scheme. Preston, most of the time they're scams. Don't ever reply. Yep. I, I, I felt like a, like, like a modeling. <laughs> Agency had discovered me. Yeah. Hey, yo, it was like when you were foot modeling again. You know, it was yeah. like, it was like a little shining moment. Oh, somebody wants me to and, do this, and maybe you do like their pyramids. Mm. And by the way, influencers aren't aren't bad and aren't all no. bad. Like I, honestly, like they, you know, tell me about things that, like for instance, there's a pizza place down in Limwood, uh, New Jersey. 
I'm not going to say the name of it, but I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for a Philadelphia influencer who was like, dude, this pizza's badass, man. We're running social media now at this point. Am, we all I, follow them. I'm so glad that I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have to use social media as a tool. It's a personal tool for me. It's a personal thing. I haven't posted anything. I didn't even really post anything at Camp Out for Hunger that much. There are times where it's just like too overwhelming to me, and I step away from it. You have to, yeah. I haven't posted anything in quite some time, and I feel much better about it. And my life has not changed at all. Well, I do do just want to say congratulations, Preston, because you've made it. Oh, oh, thank you. you. You're being offered by a pyramid scam to, uh, yes, thank you. (laughs) You're right, though, Preston. But you were deemed an easy mark. Right, yeah. You're right, right, though. It's like sometimes it can actually be like... A little stressful. I, I have a friend who is like a true influencer, and I watch her and what she does on social media. I mean, it's her main uh, source of of employment, basically. Oh, wow. And it's all yeah, day, it, all night, right, oh Gabby? I, Steve, I, Steve, I spent the weekend with her over the summer, and at some point, I was like, I can't take this. Like, I actually need to. Um, like have a conversation with somebody, and so yeah. I hung out yeah. with her. Two, I hung out with her kids because yeah. she all she had was her head was in the phone the entire time, and more so than just like, hey, you're going to text a friend or you're reading emails or something like that. Like you could tell it was just like 100 percent of her time, yeah. and I mean to her defense. It was work at that moment. Well, and it, it, it's different than being buried in paperwork uh, at your job because you go to the job, you do the job there, and then when you go away from that, sure, you might do a little pickup thing yeah, here yeah. and there to, to cover your tracks, but you don't spend all the time buried. Right. I feel yeah. I, that's, that's no you, way to you, live. You yeah. never know when your day is done. Right. It's funny. There, there's a funny handle on Instagram. I think it's called uh, in, Influencers in the Wild. And yes. it's uh, it's people capturing other people trying to be influencers. Yeah. You know, so you see these people like posing in the street and just looking ridiculous. Yeah. And so you don't end up seeing the finished product. But, Preston, I don't know why I'm not being approached. I'm being approached by like Bobby's watches and bracelets, right? That like, but... Uh, where, where's where's Adidas? You know, I'm wearing their pants all the time. <laughs> How come they're not hitting me up and uh, saying, they're, Yo, bro. They're, they're going after major athletes. Yeah. Yo, yeah, bro, you're what not a their demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just always feel bad for the uh, boyfriends or girlfriends or friends of the influencers that yeah. have to take oh, yeah. like 30 pictures and then look at them and take more photos. And all right. I do wonder who takes the pictures, though. Like, it's, uh, with my friend, I'm like, who took that? And she's yes. like, my nine year old. Chris is right. It's the the children and the boyfriends and the girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The collateral damage. Trust me. Yeah. Wow. All right. Interesting though. All right. Well, that was, uh, I got approached by. I thought it was you know going to be an influencer. Yeah, Steve. Did you want uh, Nicole says her sister is an influencer. If, if you oh, want to sure. go to this, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hi, uh, Nicole. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? <laughs> that was the most petite. Yes. Hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. Uh, what's up, Nicole? Uh, so it's my sister-in-law who is an influencer on Instagram. I, I get, I, I guess, kind of like small-time, medium-time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but she, she's a librarian at an elementary school, uh, and she does this. Uh, she uses both her own products, like because she makes these crafts that are original, that are products that other librarians can use in their libraries. But then she also has been approached over time by a lot of different brands that send her products to use, and then she can turn around and uh, recommend them as an endorser, sort of. Oh, an endorser. Okay. So, okay. so it's is a combination. Is it? Would you describe it as fairly lucrative? Um, 
it's a good supplement. It's okay. a good supplement, a especially supplement. around okay. the holidays. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting that there's, there's a market for everything, though, too. I mean, I never would have thought that there'd be a librarian area right? for influencers, <laughs> but there is. And well, she, she does it topless. <laughs> right. And, and it's been really useful, like, since, you know, with COVID, all of the schools shutting down and then changing the way they operate. Yeah. He's been able to kind of be out there and help other librarians along in the transition, and it's sort of a way of like influencing like well here's this new problem that's been thrown at us as a group so you know here are some of the things that we can do to fix it together and it's kind of nice it's oh. interesting yeah what's her name yeah. what's that what's her name i get to do a butt plug <laughs> yeah you can do a butt plug i want to follow her yeah, for charity crafts. but you know go ahead <laughs> uh it's in our library so i n o u r library in our library. Sorry, Casey yeah. farted over yeah, that. My bad. Sorry. Um, all right, Marissa? Yeah, just talking about supplementing products. Like, I have a lot of uh, new mom friends who would actually just write to companies, and they just send them products, and you just have to do a couple posts. But they end up with free wow. diapers or wipes or anything like that. So the same kind of thing I where... I some diapers. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some new wipes. All right, so, yeah, I've got, like, you know, five times the amount of followers as your library friend does here. <laughs> Why aren't you getting... Got... You could have a whole... Your own Dewey Decimal System. I, I could. You know what? I mean, like, that's when you mention that, Preston, you're asking for trouble. You know, like, the ability oh, to avoid it is better than the than having no, to go on and do it. No, it's nothing I really want to do. No, you but who doesn't like drugs. free stuff, man? Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. like free things sent to them? I don't well, know how you monetize. Like, okay, well, how many followers? Like, how, I have this many followers. How much is that worth? You know, post wise. Oh, there, case. There's a whole. There's a whole grid on that. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, you I thought ha- you, you just actually... negotiate and you you say, all right. Well, I Mm-mm. think I'm worth this. You know? Where do you in find a lot this of grid? Industry, in a lot of industries, you have to have ten thousand in order to influence a product. Ten thousand. Yeah. Preston's doing the oh, jerk off side. Oh, Preston's got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you, so uh, thank the, you, Nicole. One of the oh, first. Thank you guys. Influencers, I think it was like even before I was on Instagram, but um, was Joey Fortman. You guys remember her? She used to oh, work yeah. at Ben. So she kind of did like oh, yeah. the mom. She did the mom thing yeah. before it became popular to do that. You should have seen her garage. It was filled. When I tell you filled, I mean from like floor to ceiling with toys. Company was would just send her toys. She would go to these like toy conventions and everybody would send her product because she did this hot holiday gift guide every year and people wanted to be on her gift guide and she basically made a career out of it um when she left radio to stay home with her kids she's back into radio now but um yeah that's she was like one of the first people that i knew to do this okay i'm just bad at it i mean like our friends at uh um uh, resurgent uh, bourbon uh revivalist distillery yeah. like i'm doing a, an endorsement deal with them and they even created a, a booze with my name on it you know this mix which is fantastic expressions quarantine cocktail and I, I've, I've posted a couple times, but I should really be doing that more. And yeah, I just yeah. suck at it. You, you have know? another job, though. I do have another job, but uh, well, well, you're you're actually you you're you're paid to influence. But the the cool part is, again, with all of our stuff, whatever we talk about, we we you know whatever we hit, we kill. No, whatever we talk <laughs> about, we uh, you know we, we like the sleep number beds and everything. We actually use them, yes. and that's that's part of the deal. When people got in trouble initially with the influencer stuff. Is that they were they were just saying that they were using things they were not, or they were acting as if it was just an organic thing when they were being subsidized. So here's the breakdown, and I guess this is Instagram uh, micro influencers or accounts with less than ten thousand followers. A recent study showed these accounts made uh, eighty eight dollars per post on Instagram. That's nothing to sneeze at. No. That's not. Is that for stories or posts? 
for posts for per post on Instagram. So if if it's a, a if you're doing an influencer, yeah, you know, putting the product in there. I yeah, love these you tampons. Can get Eighty-eight dollars, right? Exactly. Yeah, like I'd rather that. that not sit on my post part and and be in my my store. Oh, you get less. You anyway, want eighty-eight dollars or not? Middle tier influencers accounts between ten thousand to hundred thousand followers can make around two hundred dollars per post what? on average. But I guess this is an average, so you yeah. got to work this out with your the person that's <clears throat> doing this deal with you. Top tier influencers accounts between um, one hundred thousand and one million followers can expect to make about six hundred and seventy dollars per post. The price can greatly vary, though, in that category. Marissa, it's all about the hustle, and I appreciate it. Casey said, like you know, we're kind of joking about the influencer thing, but this person is like emailed, reached out, made the post, took hours to like make whatever the video or boomerang or whatever it was, write the caption, all of that. So that money is warranted. I appreciate these folks. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's your hustle. Do the hustle. Kath. I'll tell you, I did have to stop following a lot of um, like clothing influencers because I was buying stuff that like <laughs> I just didn't need, but they would post it. I'm like, that looks so cute. I have yeah. to get that. And I'm like, you know what? Enough is enough. And I <laughs> stopped following these girls. You were wow. getting too influenced. You had a problem. I, 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 oh, listen, I am. You I had influenza. The ads on the side of Instagram or Facebook or influencers. Oh yeah, I'm clicking and purchasing. It's uh, it's annoying that I, I actually have to put a stop to myself. I almost bought a mask that had a full Santa beard on it. Oh, that's you awesome! Yesterday. I, I bought it. It just came yesterday. <laughs> Boom! You see, and that's part of the reason why I didn't. But I you think had somebody to. probably already got it. So, Marissa, Kathy, do you follow Target? Does it again? Uh, yes, I do okay. follow. Uh, it's an influencer just go walks around Target and shows the new products they have, and it's incredible. Well, yeah. You you know what? For whatever reason, sorry, Marissa, you'll like this. Uh, for whatever reason, like all of these people that are are modeling clothing and stuff like that, a lot of these influencers are in Texas. I, it, ah. That's like kind of where it stemmed from, where it started. Yeah! No, so I was like, I was, I had like three pairs of cowboy boots. I was like, enough is enough with this. You don't even wear them. I, wow. I could use that saddle. Wow. All right. Anyhow, so well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be endorsing a new product. No. Oh. You're not gonna collab. I'm not gonna collab with these guys. Uh, but what I am gonna do is have us take a break. We'll come back in just a moment, and we'll get into another. What are we doing? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk yeah. about things. We we're gonna things. we're gonna open up. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. WMMR now available at radio.com while supplies last. Twaddle. Twiddle. Twiddle. Never heard of Twaddle Road before. Yeah, yeah, neither neither. I know. <laughs> um, uh, real quick email I'd like to read. It says, uh, lifelong listener here. This is from uh, Mike Gerard. Uh He said, just want to let you know that my wife and I currently call our one-year-old Crumbum. Crumbum. Because he throws crumbs all over the kitchen. Rizzo would be proud. And he says here, I'll take both of you physically and sexually. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll take you both physically and take sexually. Take you both back and do you both physically and sexually. <laughs> I'll do things to your buttocks that you'll regret for a lifetime. Wow. You crumb bums. I don't think I'll ever get tired of that Rizzo bit, man. This is the best. You're a real crumb bum. The day we stumbled across that audio, we're like, what is this? What is he saying? He's walking his dog. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put my dog inside, and then I'll sodomize the lot of you. You're a lush. You're a lush and a crumb bum. All yous. All yous. I'll stack you up like a Dagwood sandwich. Crumb bum lush. Lily livid lushes. Crumb bum creme creme brulee crumb creme. Crumb. 
Creme. Bum. But. Sodomy. All right. So happy birthday! Well, no, it wasn't a birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to what's on your birthday? Happy birthday, you crumb yeah, bum. bum. <laughs> Cake. Wait, I'm not ready. Presents. <laughs> Clowns. Crumb bum. Uh, no, I do have a birthday <laughs> shout out. Uh, this is from Matt Leeper. He says, President Steve, you guys rock. Wanted to give a birthday shout out to my amazing wife, Stephanie. She listens to your podcast every day from Charles, Charlotte, North Carolina. Ah, that's next to Charleston. Uh, Stephanie, no, it's not. That's in South Carolina. <laughs> Stephanie, you are amazing and make my life wonderful, uh, he says. So much Happy birthday on December 4th. What's that? So much brighter. <laughs> yes, you make it so much brighter. So, happy birthday from Matt. Um, you know what? Oh, what? What? I think it's time to head to the campus of the Just Sayin' Institute this morning. The Just Sayin' Institute. A short visit is as good as a long visit at this realm of knowledge for morning shows around the world. It's just ours, really. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so, no, I saw a few studies, and uh, they were filtered through the Just Saying Institute. Thought I would pass these along to you. Always interesting information. Uh, this study is about what makes a happy couple a happy family. Uh, so, it says there are some basic principles when it comes to being a happy couple and a happy family. University of Rochester researchers found that being mindful... And emotionally flexible in challenging situations improves the life of an individual person. Well, you didn't need a survey to say that. And also strengthens and enriches that person's close relationship. So, so if you don't just dig in and fight to the death, it'll right. help your marriage? <laughs> right. Yeah. right, right. I think the best thing you could do is tell somebody to calm down, right? That's, yeah. 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 That yeah. works every single time. Yeah, just calm down right Ask now. Ask them if they're on their period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, man. I was um well. I was thinking about my wife yesterday and and my whole family in general just in the sense that like like it's so weird how we ended up together and where we are now and and I ne- you know n- never in my life did I ever foresee me being in this situation right now with like three kids and I never had a 5 year plan a 10 year plan or anything like that but man did I did I strike gold Mm-hmm. When I met her, because she is the right person to like offset me, yes, and and especially with the children, she's like, you know, it's the same, the perfect, I, I think like, the same thing. Yeah. I know we, I know we all do. Listen, it's it, it's you you need that, and and mm-hmm. and also you grow to understand each other. You've invested time, right? And I think that's you know, and you and you 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 try. You, you shouldn't be a major overhaul when you enter into a relationship, but you should learn ways to communicate with each other that will help things. Like, this is a way to work with someone, Preston, without just saying steadfastly, no, I refuse to compromise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have found specifically, maybe within the past year or so, that I've gotten much better at this. Mm-hmm. And it's been a much healthier World, our world has been much healthier in those regards, and I've been it. The, the The key to it is when you start feeling emotions, whether they're aggressive or angry or whatever it may be, even sad, upset, and and some other emotions start swinging. No, is to stop and think about. Okay, a, I'm feeling this way. Yeah, and then b, why am I feeling this way? And then see, is it worth feeling this way over what got you here? So the word is risk. And and, yeah. and I've I've managed to, and Casey and I were talking about this recently, I've managed to start to recognize these moments where I start feeling that way and to be able to go hang on a minute here. 
Uh-huh. It has helped so much. It has helped so much. It, it changed a lot for me. It changed the way my wife and I, and we had, we were good before, but we got better. Yeah. And, and we, we, you know, learning those moments. Well, there's always room for improvement, right? Like, even if things sure. are great, you can always do things better. And, and like, well, if you Oreos. They're not, they're, you know, they're pretty much there. All right. Oh, so that's yeah. the example of, yeah, but but they, well, they improved upon them. The exception that, yeah. that improves, that approves the rule. Um, Casey, going back to your point about your wife, I, I'm not a believer that there's just one person in the world, right? Like, I don't think that there's the, the one out there, right? Yeah. However, I know what you mean. There, you found a one. Yeah. And the life that you've carved out with her. That then created three more, and then the dogs, and everything that goes along with it. Isn't that remarkable that there is that one person out there yeah. that has formed this life with you? I, I think. Yeah, I agree, and, and I, I agree with you on. There's and listen, there are loads of people out there who could you could have a wonderful life with. It's a big plan, but you didn't meet those people, right? And you will never meet those people. You met this person who so just you make so, do with what you have. Who just <laughs> no? You met somebody who was who was perfect for you. It doesn't mean they were the only one that was. You know, they, you could have gone out and there could have been someone better for you for all. Right. Of them, you know, I, who knows? Uh, but but yeah, I I, I don't believe in th- that. Uh, so you're saying when you found the right one, it's still okay to sample? Sure, <laughs> go for it. No, I'm just being I'm being practical. About yeah, this, yeah. So. No, no, I I, I, I believe and. and I understand, yeah, that when you talk about soulmates and stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, listen, I can't, I, I can't, you know, I, I fell into the perfect situation I'm as well. An, I am and as hopefully well. hopefully she yeah. feels that way, too. Yeah. So. She may not. Maybe she's maybe yeah. she's getting together with Rochelle. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> My wife is, is, like, eternally content, right? Like, she doesn't need anything else. And, like, I, I'm the more high-maintenance one. I'm the one who's like, oh, you know, like... I need all the toys and, and I, you know, I need to go out and have adventures. And, you know, like what we have done over the last uh, 20 years is we've allowed each other to just be ourselves. And give your space. Yeah. And also when you, when you realize in a relationship that you, cause you always, uh, you know, we've got to do everything all the time to get no, 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 no. And so let I was, each other grow. I was telling Preston about that uh, with like being down the shore. Like one thing that that has worked for my wife and I is that we we have sort of fallen into our our routines, and we're not forcing each other to uh, uh, to be in our routine, routines. Right. right. Like so, she likes to sit on the beach longer than I do. You guys right? like to do the who's on first routine. That no, but it's not like I'm doing this and you have to do this too. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. It's never. It's never been that. And you're not guilted, and you're and and she can go do her things, you do your things, and that that's that's how you grow as people. Now listen, when and you, you what, don't have any any, it doesn't it doesn't cause issues. Right. Well, when you're wiping asses, right, and you're and you're cleaning diapers, and 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 the children aren't then as, you got to go home. Aren't <laughs> as self sufficient. Then you you don't have your rope's not as long, right? You're right, you, you, you're right. you definitely have to tether yourself closer to the, the homestead. So you know all of the responsibilities aren't put on one person. Right. So going back to this study, it says psychological flexibility is the set of skills that people use when they're presented with difficult or challenging thoughts, feelings, emotions, or experiences, and includes things such as being open to new experiences, both good and bad, not obsessively clinging to thoughts and feelings, and continuing to take steps toward a goal. I would say. Even in the case of difficult setbacks or experiences, among other things. It's... Axiomatic, yes. <laughs> pragmatic, and electrostatic. I think you hit them all exactly. Could you guys, at this point in your lives, you know, just remove remove what your life is right now? Could you be single? No. Yeah. No. Totally. <laughs> uh, at this age, yeah. No. Okay. Oh my God, no. 
None of my bills would get paid. None of the stuff would get fixed around. Oh, that stuff. I, listen, could, I was good at being single. Here's what I think helped my marriage, Nick, and both and Claire and I. We were both good at being single. Yeah. We yeah. Were, but we never. I was never drawn into a relationship. For, as a time killer. Well, when you're comfortable being single, right. you're then attractive to other people. You right. Know, like, because you're comfortable with yourself. So could I be? Yes. Would I want to be? Right. No. no. I love those simple moments. Like I tell I tell the young people who come up to me for when they say, hey, hey old timer, uh, I, I tell them that uh, really find the person that you're comfortable watching crappy TV with on the couch yeah. and, and, uh, and doing the little things because there's more of the little things in life than the big moments, you know? Yeah, okay. but to answer your question, Nick, um, yeah, like last night I was making, uh, getting ready to make myself some eggs for dinner, and I opened the fridge. I had the, the frying pan was all ready, and uh, <laughs> I opened the fridge, and there were no eggs in there. Uh-huh. And uh, I made myself a peanut butter and honey sandwich instead for dinner. So, yes, I could be single. Yeah, you could. Yeah. And then you watched I, the uh, crappy Eagles I, game. I, I did that all on my own. <laughs> By myself. Uh, mm-hmm. By myself. Uh, Kathy, could you be single? No. Yeah. No? No. Mm. No, I'm not hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom hot. Oh, that's yeah, you funny. Could be old. You could be working MILF porn like nobody's business. I don't know if I can get free drinks at the bar. No, but at the uh, at the uh, uh, AFVs you could. Yeah, that, easily. I kind of want to go out with you on a Friday night and see if you can get free drinks, Kath. Uh, well, free drinks. You would have to go to a city where people don't know her. <laughs> okay. You know, it's no radio like, you know, create a blind. Yeah. My name's Calista. I'm, I'm going to pack the bar, Nick. It checks everyone I know. Like, <laughs> listen, I'll pay you 20 bucks if you go to the bar and buy me a drink. Can right. I have a rack of lamb? Here's a text. Somebody explain this to me. You okay. ladies need to straighten your skirt and stop pontificating on how great your wives are. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh, my. What? what are you supposed to put them down? You I'm, gotta, so, I'm supposed to be ashamed that. because I have an awesome, an awesome one. You got to crack yeah. your old lady down in that coop with a line. Oh, that's no. right. It's that guy. Yeah. You got to crack your old lady. Wait, I've got a friend who, who's, whose husband is like that. Like, like just constantly, a show you know, like. Yeah, like, but we're yeah. just talking, like, you know, like immediately when you get into a conversation, it's always like, oh God, she she didn't clean or she didn't do this. Uh, listen, I, I just dinner wasn't that. ready. Like Im- immediately, I'm like, wh- why are you talking to me like this? Like you think I'm gonna yeah. back you up on it? Right, right. Get the- I, 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 I despise yeah. that. I despise also when ladies get together a lot of times and you, you get the ones, it is the complaining about the husband thing that I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. If it's that mercilessly bad, then why are you with this person? Yes. That it's always in your in the front of your mind. Get to therapy. Yeah. Get to therapy. You need it. All right. Anyhow. Uh, so, yeah. Psychological flexibility <laughs> is one of the keys. A lack of intractability. <laughs> Flagadigical. <laughs> That's an old one. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, happy family, happy couple, blah, blah, blah. All yeah. right, let me see what else I got here for you from the JSI. Uh, the a Jewish new... Defense League. No. Uh, what? <laughs> no, JSI. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> JDL. Uh, a new study by researchers in Spain finds that people largely remain the same over time in at least one way. Where in so, Spain? Is it Ibiza or is it Barcelona? Uh, researcher Miguel uh, Rubianes this way. explains, we found that there is a competent, or no, I'm sorry, not a competent, a component of ourselves. We found that there was a competent, 
component. That, no, there's a component of ourselves that remains stable while other parts, uh, uh, another part is more susceptible to change over time. The capacity for self-awareness and self-recognition was found to remain stable throughout a person's life, whereas other components such as physical aspects, uh, physiological processes, and even attitudes, beliefs, and values are more likely to change. So they found that personality tends to change slightly over the years, but that the sense of being one's self is preserved, improving our understanding of human nature. So you it's from You become more self possessed. Almost all people still feel like themselves. They don't feel like a different person as they've gotten right. as they <laughs> age. You know what I mean? Now that doesn't mean that your ideas and what you believe in haven't changed. Right. You're still you. You, you know learn what I things, mean? you change, you morph. Yeah. You become a werewolf. Uh, I've certainly, I, I go back from time to time, do a little assessment of who I was and who I am now. Right. And I'm a way different person. I mean, I'm still the same. How much so? You're still the foot model? No, I mean, I'm still, no, I'm not, I don't foot model anymore. (laughs) Um. Well, it's because you just, I mean, you could if you wanted to. Not right now. Okay. I'm not in too good busy shape. collabing. I'm not in good shape. My, my feet are not in good shape. I've got, <laughs> but I got were, work to do. You were saying that you're the person of, so in your youth, would you say, not your youth, but your, your, your you know, it puts you at 18. Dramatically different? Um, The things that, that your component parts. Dramatically is kind of a strong word to use. Right. Uh, so, but significantly different. Okay. Yeah. But the building blocks of who you are now were there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I think of it. Yeah. Uh, it is hoped that this finding might lead to treatments for mental illness in which the sufferer has an alteration in their sense of self. So when you, somebody thinks there's somebody completely different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which might be a sign of some form of mental illness. So. For about a month last year, I thought it was Jane Seymour. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Yeah, dude. it was good. Uh, but I couldn't stand the chicken. She has yeah. aged well. She has aged well. Yeah. Beautiful and very. Um, and for that month, I had aged well. Sweet woman. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am looking good. Let me see what else he has. Steve's <laughs> looking very good. <laughs> Steve's looking very Seymour-esque today. Hey, kitty cat. Uh, let's see here. Kids want to punish wrongdoers. Especially, With guns. Especially if they believe the punishment will teach the person a lesson. Well, there you go. They're right. Yale University researchers found that kids aged four to seven were more likely to dole out punishments... <laughs> If they knew the wrongdoer would be told why he or she was being disciplined compared to the option of the wrongdoer being punished, but the child making the choice also facing a minor punishment. So sitting on I the step. I see this happen yeah. all the time. Yeah. You do, Kathy? Yeah, with, with kids, that, at least in that age range, for yeah. sure. Sitting on the step was like a punishment in my house. Like, if you did something wrong, we would go, go sit on the step. And then it became something that my kids would say when somebody did something wrong. Maybe like go sit on the steps, so they uh, like sit on a potty. Yeah, sit on a potty. No, it was uh, like, like they were they were doling corner. out the punishment. They were doling yeah. out the punishment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the study co-author Julia Marshall said uh, children seem equipped at an early age with both a desire for punishers to receive their just desserts and the desire to have them improve their behavior next time. Punishers. Yeah, the, the Marvel series. Wait a minute. Equipment in early age with both a desire for punishers to to receive their just desserts. I would think no, no, the, the, the punisher. Yeah, the punishee. Yeah, the punisher is is doling out the uh, the punishment. Yeah, if it teaches the person a lesson. So I guess that's that's. So in other words, you're saying the person needs to know that when you're yeah. being punished, you need to know the reason why, which makes sense, and hopefully it will keep you from doing whatever you did. And stupid was, little kids figured that out. Considered bad. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, oh, Steve, this one speaks to you. All right. Sort of, because you're you're not... It's a Jane Seymour? No, it's not that. You'll understand. Not everybody has hair on their head. Yeah, that's and, me. <laughs> and now, Bald Dating is a new matchmaking site. Oh, my God. That so aims... if you were single, Steve. Yeah. Kathy, I go on a site called LickMyBald.com. Uh, <laughs> it aims to make it easier for singles with hair loss to date. Huh. The new... uh, for women, too? Because women will suffer It's a good as question, well. Case. I'm not really sure. I you think uh... this is for like people with alopecia, or is it people who have just naturally gone bald? So I shave my head. I would have like a, uh, I'd say Bruce Willis Die Hard three, uh, at this point if I let it grow in. Oh, if you let it grow in, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, I ch- I choose the bald look. But um, I don't know. So uh, it, that's a good point. Is this a alopecia uh, directed, or is it just people who are making the, as Nick points out, the fashion decision? To... I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think okay. uh, I think it whoever is is bald on top. And now it might be different if you're just a shaved head. If you would normally have a full head, I don't know. If you're bald, you can do this. Get off my back. Yeah, leave me alone. For crying out loud. I didn't I don't run the Just Saying Institute. Uh those looking to it by the way, it just debuted on the twenty third. It's being promoted with the tagline Heads and Personality Shine. Ooh. Those looking to join the app should be bald or open to dating someone who is. And the app has a like button that allows users to connect and begin messaging. Are there women who prefer a bald head? And I'm not talking about Yes, uh, a guy shaving the head because he's got a, a receding hairline. But I mean, bald to a full head of hair. Are there women that prefer that? Yeah, there's got to sure, be, right? Not? Yeah, why yeah. not? Well, yeah. they probably prefer that over the male pattern baldness. No, look. I've, I've been talking. told by women that they they actually prefer bald yeah. men, like bald, bald, shaved yeah. head, bald uh, over over hair, over altogether. hair. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, like, and I so, wouldn't I wouldn't look at a guy with with long flowy hair and be like. Oh wow! But I might. But a bald guy might turn my head. Yeah, you you are married to a bald husband. So, um, <laughs> like my wife does not like facial hair. Does not like you know. Uh, 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 and I used to have a mustache for a while. I, I had it on the back of my head though to keep it discreet. <laughs> uh, it, but it was. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know I got so I, yeah. I'm now completely. You know, I got rid of it all. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh, like it's like Damien when you pull back, you know, you look for the six six six, but there's a mustache. There's a mustache <laughs> deep down in there. It's a different color. It's blonde, <laughs> right? Actually. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, so the app is available globally and is currently free to use through its. Uh, though its uh, creator says it eventually will have a monthly fee. I will, I will say this qu- quickly, in case if I may jump in. I've seen uh, bald women who look fantastic. Of course, like like with the um, you know. Um, Really short crop yeah, hair? Yeah, I love my wife has very Shaved. short hair, and I think she looks t- tremendous. Well, I remember I ran into an old uh, uh, intern, fellow intern of mine from Y100 Days, who, when I knew him, he had hair. And yeah. then I saw him, and he had, uh, he you know, shaved it bald, and he said, because he was going bald, and he just decided to shave yeah. it all off. And Good he call. said, yeah, well, for him, it was like, as far as women paying attention to him, it was night and day. Well, he said, the second he started shaving it, you know, women actually bam. started paying attention What was to your him. immediate reaction? Did you think, oh, he looks better or just different? Well, so because I I didn't know him going bald bald. Right, I mean right. I I didn't I didn't know him going as he was transitioning as he was transitioning and and losing his hair. That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he looked completely different to me. Right. And so I didn't see the transition, but I thought he looked good. Okay. I've said it before. I think Michael Jordan is the guy who set the table for bald men everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there were other famous bald like people. Like Gil Brenner. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Telly Savalas and, and a few along the way. Babe Midler. But when Jordan... <laughs> it's her birthday, birthday today, by the way. Yeah. No, but, uh, but when Michael Jordan 
was the dominant force that he was, and yeah. he had a he had a full on shiny bald head. There were, you started seeing it pop up more often and become much much cooler. You would see the yeah, Brenner. There was an actor, um, um, a guy you might have seen as a character actor years ago. His name was Woody Strode. He was a muscular. He's a African American gentleman, but he he had a really he, he was kind of a sex symbol, and he had a uh, shaved head. Uh, so it says, wait, I'm looking at the wrong. I thought it story. looked weird. I remember seeing you know, like, uh, like daddy Warbucks. I'm like, that looks weird. Right. That was like the first him. Telly Savalas. I, I, that was when you're, when you're pasty, pasty white. Right. Which is what daddy Warbucks was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. So the app is available globally and is currently free to use though. It's creator says it's event eventually will have a monthly fee. Most people already on the app are between the ages of 30 and 40. So it is called, um, wow, what is the name of it? It's Bald Dating. Uh, so it's a new site if you happen to be you know bald who, and you're interested. I think it looks dramatically better, completely shaved head, is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah his yeah. hair just does not look, doesn't look yep. right. Yep. Stop it. Uh, let me see. How about... Yeah, one more story. Yeah, let's do do one we more. have time for one more? Yeah, this one's kind of interesting. Uh, if you have passed your 30th birthday and feel like a screw-up because your financial situation is kind of a mess, you're not alone. A new one-poll survey for BOK Financial found the average American doesn't have a, quote, financial awakening until they're 33 years old. Okay. Uh, The different types of financial awakening include a sudden drop in income caused by losing your job or having your uh, hours reduced, uh, named by 23%. Loss of income or higher expenses due to health events, cited by 18%, and recognizing the effect of your spending or savings practices, named by 15%. No mention of student loans? No. I think that still, I don't think that really starts to hang on you until you get into your 30s, Um, you know, because you're paying it for so long. But the survey also found that while the average respondent would like to retire by age 57, 20% hadn't even started saving for it. Mm -hmm. And that 43% said that they're afraid to look at their checking account or savings account balance. Uh, But about 33 is when you start to go, wow, okay. That's what I think. It's got real. That's when you start thinking about retirement and and, and I have to to plan ahead of time. Just getting things you've wanted in life and saving for things and and the... uh, you know, like I always subscribe to the uh, the Elvis notion. I would have to do, uh, I'd have to get a job that paid well enough that I could be Colonel Tom Parker out of a lot of it, mm-hmm. and still have enough to to get a Batman figure. I've said it before. <laughs> I I still haven't. I I didn't start feeling like an adult until I was twenty eight. Yeah. Why twenty eight? I mean, I still don't feel like a full on adult. Because you, uh, you got a T-shirt that said I'm an adult. I I uh, it was around my twenty eighth birthday uh, that I moved here. Uh, yes, oh, okay. when you a change of location and yeah. starting anew, uh, yeah. So likewise, when I, I felt I felt adultish, my when after my mom passed away, and my my dad went to where his job was. He had been commuting to keep my mother happy up in in New York, but he he worked in Dallas, and and so we stayed here, and he left, and then that oh, I didn't know that that's why your dad was in Dallas. Yes, so he got a job in Dallas, but my mother loved Long Island so much that he would actually commute. Kathy, he would he would fly out on. Uh, Monday and come back on Friday. Wow. Yeah. And that's where he travel. lives now. So did he have friends and things like that there? Yeah, he started to, but a lot of those, you know, uh, he he's, yeah. he now has uh, Sheila, who is his girlfriend, who is paramour, is basically, the girlfriend doesn't even stay because yeah. I've known her as long as I knew my mother. Right. Wow. 
Yeah. I never feel like an adult because I'm always hanging out with older people. And uh, and so that does not help. Because if I ever, wow, man, like, you know, when I turned 30, it was like, yeah, but I'm I'm 40. Yeah. And then, you know, I turned four. And so now, like, I also hang out with my cousins. Hang out are, with Benjamin Button. But my one cousin's in his 60s and my other cousin is about to turn 60. And so I can't even, then they're like, man, young whippersnappers. Preston, I think I follow your path. Why do old men talk like that? Whippersnapper. What's that Press, I think I follow your path because I've thought about this before and I never brought it up to you, but there are things that we talked about on the show um, that you've talked about. And like however many years later when I reach that age, I'm like feeling the same way you are. And you just said something about 28 and that that was the same thing with me. You had – remember when you forgot your birthday? There was like yeah. one year when yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. like a whole yeah, year. I forgot how old I was, yeah. Yeah, like that didn't happen to me, but I just like kind of put it in the in the back of my – like I was like I don't want to talk about how old I am. Like right around the same time. It was the end of the, the 30s, right before 40. Uh, yeah, so there's like – I think I follow your path. Okay, well get ready because when you're 51, you're going to hurt your shoulder and you're not going to be able to play golf again. <laughs> Sad. All right. Lovely. Lovely. All right. Anyhow, uh, these are just some things from the Just Saying Institute I thought I would pass along to you. Uh, we do need to take a break, so we're going to do that very thing. A reminder, Tattoos Day today. Yeah. Your chance to win a Preston and Steve Tattoo. Text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll get a winner by the end of the show. And I want to thank again to Bruno Brothers uh, Events and Catering for coming by. Don't forget that uh, they now specialize in COVID-safe individual meals as well as creative micro and virtual events. You can see for yourself at debrunocatering.com and ask about customizing your ideal package from DeBruno Brothers. We'll be right back. What's new? Why do you ask? Corey Taylor. Larkin Poe. Stapleton. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Kathy, how is twaddle spelled? I got a text it earlier. It is spelled. Hold on. Let okay. me find it. We had never heard of twaddle road. Before. I know. T-W-A-D-D-E-L-L. All right, I think it's pronounced Twaddell. Oh, I like Twaddle. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. I, I got a text earlier that said, I uh, think of, like, Dell computers, Twaddell. Oh. Twaddle, so eh, twa- it's not as fun. Twaddle yeah. rolls off the tongue. Twaddle's better. Yeah, and twaddle is a word. Twaddle's, to be honest yeah. with you, I may I may have even skipped that in my traffic report, but I thought it was twaddle, and I want <laughs> I knew you guys would have something to say about it, so I added it. Uh, well, we appreciate it. Twaddle, twaddle, twaddle. All right. Uh, and by the way, I want to thank uh, DeBruno Brothers again. We gave oh. away, we gave away all our goodies uh, during the uh, Bass Ackwards contest. We did. Um, but uh, they want to remind you, you can plan your New Year's Eve with DeBruno Brothers. So you want to check out their gourmet packages, including a bottle of bubbly for two guests. Order by December 28th at DeBrunoCatering.com. And they brought us tons of great stuff. A um, master special selection cheese and charcuterie setup. Excellent. Uh, roasted baby uh, heirloom carrots. Uh, they brought uh, tomato braised short rib. Chocolate and bourbon tarts as well. Me All kinds you. of good stuff. Yes, so thank you very much to the Bruno Brothers. All right, we need to do the Bizarre Pop. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. We're going to start with this story. I wish I had a photo to show you guys, but it was pretty wild. A maverick of a human 
let a massive huntsman spider live in his house with him for a year. An Australian man called Jake Gray shared the photo of his horrible eight-legged roomie on Facebook. And as if it wasn't creepy enough that he'd just been casually living with the arachnid, he announced announced that he had been watching it grow. The thing is the size of a dinner plate. It's massive. Uh, sharing on the... And he was just letting it live normally in his no. home. Yeah. I, we need to find That's this photo big. and put it up on our monitor. No, Huntsman so, spiders are huge. Oh. So Steve can see this. It's up on his wall. Mm. Uh, sharing on the Australian Spider Identification Group, he wrote, Check out this big girl. Been watching her grow over the last year. Uh, scroll down on that picture so he can get a little perspective because the uh, some of the um, furniture and stuff is sitting about... Uh, so he has been keeping an eye on the creature in his home in Queensland where he's watched it grow into what he calls a mighty huntsman. One person commented, what do you even do? Sell the house? Burn it down? I'm not kidding even for a second. Do you talk to it? Offer it a cigarette? Another one joked, make sure she chucks in half of the rent. She owns a room now. And a third person wrote, the good old huntsman, they are safe, but they will jump you. And so this guy who wrote the article fact-checked, and he said not only do they travel extremely quickly, they often use a springing jump while running and walk on walls and even ceilings. Yeah, so that's wonderful. kept it as a kind of pet. It's huge. It's enormous. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they don't harm humans, though. They can't, they can't hurt you, per I, se. I wouldn't care. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know. I, if it actually brought me ice cream in bed, I'd still kill it with a hammer. <laughs> Uh, how about this kid, Lauren Showers of Great Falls? He's an awesome kid. He's also brave, inspiring, smart as a whip. In a world ravaged by the coronavirus pandemic and political turmoil, he still finds something to be thankful for, and that is to be alive. Last year, Showers lost both his his legs and his right forearm in a construction accident. Uh, the 19-year-old was driving a forklift in Montana for a bridge construction rehabilitation project when a car illegally tried to pass him. He veered onto the edge of the road, and the dirt underneath the forklift faltered. He tried to unbuckle his seatbelt and jump out. His leg got caught. He fell about 50 feet. The forklift oh. fell on top of him, crushing his legs and arm. He said it was like something out of a horror film. He said that a man jumped out of his car, ran down the hilltop, and Lauren screamed even though he couldn't feel anything. He was taken by Mercy Flight to a hospital where the doctors decided the case was too advanced to handle, so another Mercy Flight was headed to Seattle around that time, so he was taken to Harborview Medical Center. With his permission, the doctors at Harborview performed a hemicorporectomy, which is a surgery where everything below the waist is amputated. I've seen this kind of surgery, yeah. Uh, The choice was an easy one for him. His girlfriend said he looked at them dead in the eye and he said, I don't care if I'm just a head on a plate. So they're going to do the surgery and they're going to keep me alive. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine that? No, no. Can you imagine uh, he spent three months in the hospital and four weeks in rehabilitation to find doctor's orders, uh, doctor's expectations every step of the way. So just one arm. Uh, because of the pandemic, he had to leave another hospital in Chicago and a few days later, uh, after a few days earlier than expected, which meant doctors wouldn't have enough time to make him a prosthetic bucket. Uh, now he works with an orthopedic surgeon and apparently his, uh, his outlook is great. Like, he's, uh, he's just happy to be alive and continue living. So he's a bit of an inspiration, but a pretty wild story. I've seen people like like some uh, some veterans who've had that procedure, who have both their arms, and the stuff that they may end up doing, I mean, you, you, it makes you feel ashamed to ever complain about anything yeah. in your life. Yeah. 
All right, this is a terrible story. An argument between a husband and wife over a home repair project ended in a murder-suicide. Investigators say numerous witnesses told them that Ronald Mackinson and his wife, Rebecca Vanderwall, got into a fight Saturday evening at their home. Those witnesses said the couple took their argument into the master bedroom. Police said the couple's adult daughter joined them in the bedroom as the argument continued. That's when numerous gunshots were heard. The investigation revealed that Ronald shot Rebecca and then his daughter before finally turning the gun on himself. The argument was over where to hang their wedding pictures. Uh, the No, actually, it was over a home improvement. Yeah. Uh, it was like a home repair project. Jesus. Uh, other family members... They didn't were, specify, did they? ...were present and witnessed uh, portions of the incident. No. Uh, Not both, that it would validate. Both Maginson and Vanderwall were pronounced dead at the scene. Their daughter reportedly remains in stable Jeez. condition. Police said the investigators who served the search warrant at the home found a black handgun near... Uh, Mackinson, and it's not clear if the couple had a history of domestic violence or not. We've wow. talked about how things like that can get out of hand, yeah. you know, but uh, murder-suicide? Yeah, that's going a yeah. bit far. All right, then we'll have to end on a, a lighter note. Uh, so let's see. How about um, this one? I don't even remember this one. A man <laughs> accused of destroying metal detectors, a wine rack, and other property inside a North Lincoln, Nebraska super saver was arrested following the incident. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> okay. Andrew Marr was booked into the county jail in charge of criminal mischief and possession of a controlled substance. Officers were called to the super saver on a report of a man ransacking the inside of the store. Police said Marr was damaging vehicles in the parking lot with a sign when officers arrived at the scene. He was arrested without struggle and told officers... <laughs> He went on the rampage because he thought someone had taken his pipe, his, his uh, you know, dope pipe. Right. It was found on him during a search. Oh, so man. he went on an absolute rampage, and it was in his pocket. Oh, my God. I feel so stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I broke all your metal detectors. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Uh, and early estimate revealed about $7,000 in damages to Here's the Here's my meth pipe. Store. And uh, vehicles in the parking lot as well. So not only did he store his stuff in the store, he went out in the parking lot, took it out there, because somebody took his pipe, and it was in his pocket the whole time. All right. And that's what I have for you in today's Bizarre File. We're going to take a break. We're going to get back. We're going to give something away. Actually, it's an overnight stay at uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And all you need to do is answer a question about something that took place on today's show. We'll ask that question when we get back. We'll get the trash and music news as well. So make sure you stay put. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to give away, let me see here. We're going to give away a $50 dining credit and an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And I think I want to go with this. Uh, There were two words that Bill Weston added to the Merriam-Webster's list in 2021, or he will add in 2021. Just name one of those. One of two Bill Weston words. That'll make it into Merriam-Webster's list in 2021. 215-263-WMMR. We were talking about them earlier this morning. Let's see if you were listening and know the answer. And while we're waiting for that call to get in, 
Time to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see where we go today. What's up this morning, Steve? All right, Kelly Clarkson's estranged husband, Brandon Blackstock, asking her to pay him $436,000 a month in alimony and child support. Blackstock explained the exorbitant amount, saying it's hard to purchase expensive foreign sports cars when your job is napping. (laughs) One of Queen Elizabeth's longtime employees named Adam Canto has admitted to stealing items from her and then selling them on eBay. Thankfully, Vinny B. in Newark has agreed to sell her back her throne. Oh, my God. And finally, Johnny Galecki and his girlfriend Elena Meyer have split after two years together. Galecki says he was tired of Elena talking down to him, but did admit she's two feet taller than he is. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we got. All right, to the phones we go. See if we can find an answer to this. Which two words will Bill Weston add to the Merriam-Webster's list in 2021? You just need to give me one of them. And we'll go to Eric and try it out. Hey, uh, Eric, good morning to you, sir. Eric! Good morning. (laughs) All right, Eric, give me one of the two words that Bill will add to the list. Homyankle. Yes, and the other is kerfuffle. Yeah! But Homyankle is correct, Eric. Hang on for your information, and we are going to give you a $50 dining credit and an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Winner of 17 Best of Gaming Awards in Casino Player Magazine, including Best Suites, Best Spa, and Favorite Casino Resorts. Get fall escape rates at the hotel starting at $79. Sunday through Thursday, visit Hard Rock Hotel, AtlanticCity.com. Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, I have two stories in music news. One of them is for Casey. Oh! I'll save it for last. He probably already knows it, but he doesn't know that I'm reporting on it. Actually, I have no idea. Robert Plant uh, isn't looking at his recent solo compilation, Digging Deep, as being a straightforward greatest hits collection. He spoke to Spin about the double-disc package and explained, I look at these songs and I see what the story was around them because I was like a babe in arms in 1981 when I started crafting my solo debut pictures at 11. I knew how to be a front man in the 70s, but the beginning of the 80s was a totally different zone for all of us. Uh, musicians from the previous time. There were new musicians, there were new thought processes, Mm. uh, and there was, or processes, I should say, and there was a new way of dealing with relationships, and we had to keep pushing to the left and to the right of a common language of a certain kind of eloquence or a certain skill, and I was trying to mix it up. He went on to say, it's certainly not a best of, it's more a collision of time and ideas, a reference to some emotion or some power or some energy. These songs have been lying side by side with their old comrades for 20 years, 30 years. How are you going to feel? How are they going to feel when they come face to face with something 20 years younger? Putting something from 1982 with a song from 2006 or putting a band of joy track next uh, to an enlarged emotional moment from Rockfeld Studios from that to Peter Gabriel's place, meaning real world studios. All very different crew members, different participants, different links in the magic. And so then it all takes on a whole different personality when it's a new bedfellow lying on each side of it. So the context is crazy. It's a mind bomb, really, he said. What the hell are you talking about? I know. (laughs) He said, I'm really pleased with the fact that they do sometimes 
live really usually well together. Do sometimes live really well usually well together. Okay. So what's on it? And sometimes it's like a real curve, as in as is the journey. I don't know because there's stuff that he hates that we love. Yeah, and like and he I was, don't get it. He was talking from pictures at eleven. Like yeah. there's some stuff on there that I love, and uh, but he's going to include some of that, not All a right. lot of that. All, All right. right. And then only one more thing, and this is for Casey. Trey Anastasio's eight-week run of fanless shows at the Beacon Theater in New York City came to a triumphant close this past Friday. Throughout his two-month residency, the guitarist and band leader took the stage inside the empty theater every Friday night as joined by a rotating cast of musicians, mostly from his Trey Anastasio band lineup with a notable appearance from John Fishman in The Flesh and Paige McConnell in pre-recorded videos where they perform a full concert complete with sound, lighting, and video production while fans tuned in live via Twitch. Did you watch any of this stuff? I did. In fact, uh, this past Friday, I watched the full thing. I was hoping that the... The full thing being... What? Did they they put it all together in in one big package? Yeah, it's live on Twitch. Okay. So it's it's live, but I was hoping that the last one this past Friday was the grand finale would have been Fish. The band, yeah. Um, And it wasn't, and it was still fine, but it was some of the best musical performances I've, I've ever listened to. I bought a few of the albums because whatever they performed was then available to to download and purchase. But okay. uh, he, w- he he made these arrangements from these these Fish songs and Trey Anastasio band songs that he made these arrangements with, with string quartets. They, they were called the um, Rescue Squad. So it was like violins and cellos. Right, and it was right. just really, really beautiful stuff. But were you way- happy with the? Were you happy with it? Yeah. yeah. And, and and the way they shot it, press was um, they shot from the back of the stage to the to the front, so that all of the 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 seats were actually in the background. So you weren't looking at the back of the stage. It, oh, just, so they played with their backs to the audience. Yeah. Okay, but, but there was no audience. But there was no audience. Well, they cool. Cardboard cutouts of minions. Yeah, and then he was. No, raising, that makes for a nice backdrop. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was all like a fundraiser as well. So they were. Well, that's money. the part that I'm going to get to. So the Beacon Jam's performances were free, but viewers were encouraged to donate what money they could to support. The Divided Sky Fund, a brand of Fish's Waterwheel Foundation, with proceeds going to benefit the building of a new drug treatment center in Vermont. Not oh. only did Anastasio and his comrades succeed in providing a weekly escape for a loyal fan base desperate for the return of live music, but also reportedly raised over a million dollars. Wow. For the Divided Sky Fund in the process. So it was we big. We did uh, 1.7, but uh, <laughs> I'm splitting hair. We did it in five days, too. Yeah. Well, but anyway, uh, it's all good. Though, Anastasio and, yeah. and company <laughs> delivered week after week, and the final box score shows the Beacon Jam's residency treated viewers to an astonishing 151 total songs performed with not a single repeat. So, did you watch anything uh, on uh, as we've been in this zone, Preston? Like with uh, different artists getting together and doing things and tributes and so on and so forth and streaming things. No. There was, I missed every stinking one of them. Uh, the only ones I saw were, you know, one-off performances of, like, a song. Right. I, I didn't see concerts and collaborations. I did see some of the, the the TV and movie cast getting back together. A little bit of that. You, you, well, what? The, the, uh, the, wonders. the Wonders. I watched that yeah, whole yeah. one. Uh, and I've watched portions of other ones. Like, I watched some of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Um, right, right. That was a really good one. But uh, I've not seen the concert ones. It's hard. It's not as captivating as being at a concert because you're you're watching it on your TV or your laptop or maybe even your phone at home, and you just get distracted by other stuff. Like, when you're at a concert... You were focused on what's going on up on the stage, you know. So I think the thing to do would be to throw it from your phone into your through your receiver. Yeah, and 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 you'll give you at least a, a big full concert sound. Yeah, you can get 
a sort of prex, uh, it, it can be similar to being yeah, but there, but it's, I know, just, it's, it's not it's the just same. Not the same. I yeah. know, and yeah. music by its very nature can be passive. You can just sort of have it yeah. on in the background. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so he done good. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot to mention, and I see, I, I think I might be able to find the audio, but he did give um, WMMR a shout out. Oh. Um, it was at the end of a song. This, this is on Casey's phone. Yeah, yeah so I apologize. He mentions uh, right six jars of farts. Turn it up all the way, if you would, please. Uh, you know. Okay. You getting ready for some uh, prophylactic um, hospice? Oh God damn it! I'm trying to put that off. <laughs> you know what? It's it's actually it's not even worth it. <laughs> in in hindsight, not a good idea. Not a in hindsight, not a good idea. Stupid. Because he barely even gave us a mention. But he did give us a mention. <laughs> did I did I save it? Yeah. You did. All you right, did. You it. did. That's... That. <laughs> it was a good roundabout yeah. journey. <laughs> Maybe an hour or two. I'm, I'm going to mention WMMR. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a great idea. <laughs> Don't hang around here. <laughs> Fifty-one minute songs. Also oh, very long. And. <laughs> That's music news. All right. yeah. That's all I have. That's, That's all you need. Yeah. We're going to take another break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize. And what's coming up tomorrow. And what Pierre's got going on. So stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. We have totals for you. Total weight of food. Over two and a half million pounds of food. That's 1,268 plus tons of food. Monetary donations. $1,449,000. The overwhelming amount of that came through Acme at the register. From our listenership and their customers were blown away by this. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Putting Philly first. Anyhow, 1046, Preston and Steve Show. About ready to wrap stuff up. Uh, and Pierre Robert, my God, you're in here early. What's this all about? Well, it's high time. Yeah. <laughs> for what? I don't know. <laughs> it's just high time. It's high time. Uh-huh. Is this particularly early? I no, no, I mean, he, normally I, I, like, walk right oh, up to the edge of where right. I need to get the letter of the day, and I see him nowhere, and then all of a sudden, magically, he, yeah. he appears. The beard and face. Yeah. Like uh, Patrick Swayze and Ghost. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yes. Kind of kind of haze. Haze. Wait, Maurice, this, what was that? I didn't realize he was here yet, so I thought I was trying to be him. Oh, you're trying to be him. Oh. Okay, I got you. No, no, he is here. He's right here. I you say that ditto, girl right? reminds yeah. me of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That little filly, that little filly, mm-hmm. gonna rope me a steer and kiss me a pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's so spot on, I can't believe it myself. It's astonishing. You I, would think really John is. Wayne was alive and well. Rich little eat your heart out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two real timely references. I know, I know. <laughs> John if Wayne that, and Rich now Little. Now do Rudy Valley. <laughs> if you want the timely references... Uh, and yeah. we'll do a block of Rudy Valley later. All right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. After there Trini Lopez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. I and then the uh, your review of the jazz singer. Yes. Yeah. And then play some oh. for Jackie Lee, Gino Vanilla. <laughs> absolutely. Oh now you're talking. The yeah. Pina Colada song. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rupert Holmes. Okay. Yeah. Gino Vanelli did uh, uh, Casey's singer. I just no. want to stop. stop. 
and tell you what I feel about you, babe. Mm-hmm. I just want to stop. Man, that that was music. That yeah. was music. That was freedom rock. That was freedom Turn rock. Turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, shall we do the letter? I'm thinking. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A, as in awe. As in A. As in, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and we're defeated by the goo, da da ba da boop. Where's that? You do that one. Got a bump to the bump to the bump to the whiff. Gotta have a soul and out of control. Okay, that's another one. Throw that on the pile. Yeah. Got to have a soul and I'm out of control. Or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the kids are all loving. It's called Whatever. <laughs> That'll be it. Everyone's getting over to the ball shop to listen to Lady Scott from Pierre Robert. It's called Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that can't get you rock, and you better start a bopping. Oh, Vanelli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, by the way, that A that Pierre said is the first, second letter of our word of the week. And we have a limited edition Red Sparkle Telecaster signed by Mr. Gavin Rossdale of Bush, plus a download of their new album, The Kingdom, featuring the singles Flower in a Grave and Bullet Holes. And we'll also give you a pair of Bush Virtual Arena Show Tour t-shirts. And The Kingdom is available now from BMG. Um, So uh, we'll get that on Friday. Oh, and by the way, we have a tattoo to give away. It's Tattoo Tuesday. We had you text in all morning long. We got a winner. That winner is Mr. Mike Rigg. Mike Rigg is from Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Mike is going to be able to get a Preston and Steve theme tattoo with a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tattoos Day on the Preston and Steve Show presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. You got good stuff for today, man? Trey, good stuff. Trey, good stuff. Love I it. have workforce blocks of Collective Soul, Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> I got blocks of Collective Soul, Aerosmith, <laughs> and the Foo Fighters. Oh, man. No. Oh, do man. it again. I, I can't do that. You get one take, baby. Okay, yeah. that's right. it. You like Sinatra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One take. I'm done. Jilly, break his legs. Jilly. <laughs> take care of Duke him. I already oh. duked him, Frank. Oh, my God. Duke him again. <laughs> well, duke him again. Well, that was when Frank would give a $100 tip. Oh, yeah. that's a day. He would call that a duke. He would call okay. it a duke. So he would say well. to his valet, duke him, Jimmy. Frank, I just duked him. Duke him again. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Be able to do that. Yeah. Duke people. Duke him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so gonna rope me a steer. Oh, Duke me a pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you done? Yes. Okay. All right. I, I, I think, think we can do time. the remaining nine minutes of this hour. Well, I want to. I want to thank uh, DeBruno Brothers uh, Catering oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for man. coming by this morning and welcome, DeBruno uh, De Brothers Catering. <laughs> Uh, great food makes great memories. Uh, so we thank them very much because they brought by tomato braised short rib. Oh, oh man, you were going to do it. I'm ready for you, bro. Tomato braised short rib, roasted baby heirloom carrots, and for Pierre, vegan Kenneth Square mushroom lasagna and chocolate bourbon tart. Who's cooking you? Good enough. 
Come to Arrow Fair Show today. Good eating. Good eating. Jump! Okay. Jump! Jump. Okay. Wow, we have... <laughs> We've hit new lows. I mean, we're usually unlistenable, but now we're just cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you by Acme. Your health and safety are important at Acme. You can get your flu shot for free with most insurance at pharmacy. At the pharmacy, no copay unless uh, required by your plan. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. (laughs) Also brought to you by Duncan. Get cheers into Duncan this holiday season with their holiday-inspired signature drinks. Meineke, doing car care right. And on tomorrow's program, holiday activities. That's yes. right. Kathy is going to have her holiday activities, holiday activities list. From Kathy tomorrow. Ready to go. To the- and we'll do a Fox Good Day appearance as well. Okay, this is right, yeah, done. That's enough. Done. That's it. We're done. Leave. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Daddy, 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 dad, driving to work. Wait, what did Steve just say about two fingers holding down on a thing? Are you f-ing kidding me? I'm still using a paper dictionary. Next message. Casey boy, they might not always get your jokes, but I do. I'm sitting in my car laughing. Casey, I love. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm at a NASCAR race. I love you, Casey. Next message. Can the Sixers please start the season now? Because the Eagles... The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less.